What's going on, everybody? It is Thursday, July 13th, and you have found the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast. I am your host, Matt Zawaski, a.k.a. Father Zoe, a.k.a. Southside Zoe. And with me, as always, Mr. Aldo Soto. I had to do it. I mean, this is the only fun I get to have during the All-Star break. That's, that's fair. That's fair. And so, folks, <laughs> for the first probably 15, 20 minutes of the show, it is a OG show. This is how Pinwheels and Ivy started. It's just me and Aldo. Uh, five years ago, still fucking wild saying that out loud. Uh, <laughs> but uh, my basement's still fucked for those asking, and I appreciate everybody that's uh, reached out and said nice things and all that fun stuff. It's not—I wouldn't say fucked. It's—it's it's it's not great. It's different. Uh, I tore down a whole wall, and uh, there's some work to be done. Let's just put it that way. But at least it smells nice and it's clean and. <laughs> all that fun stuff but yeah it's a an og original broadcast of pinwheels and ivy right now fids is at some barbecue with a bunch of vegas major leaguers i don't know if he's there as a guest or as like the beer dude but like he's he's there and then uh mitch is uh playing chicken with tornadoes on the roads of missouri right now uh hopefully he joins us in a little bit but we wanted to get started close to on time, so we figured we'll just let it rip and do the original. Now, some of you might be asking, well, hold on, let's just, all right, so we're going to do All-Star Break. This is an All-Star Break show. What do you do on an All-Star Break show? You talk about what you expect in the second half, how you see the second half going. Um, you talk about the trade deadline, and you talk about some of the All-Star festivities. So, with although I saw that. With all that being said, let's tap this guy. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee, so the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Stray rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy. As always, the show is brought to you by Sports Mockery, sportsmockery.com. Make sure you download the app, turn on push notifications, so you'll be the first one of your friends to be notified anytime there is a Cubs or White Sox trade. Sports Mockery, sportsmockery.com, and also brought to you by Uncle Buds. Uh, 9700 South Cicero, new daily specials. They did a really nice thing for Father's Day. Uh, they got something going on there every night. I'm serious. Check the website, check their socials. There's, It's hard to keep up sometimes, but I know they're serving breakfast now, which looks really, really good. Uh, for those of you that are having tough weeks like myself, maybe go get yourself a couple drinks and some pancakes or some shit, but you know we've all done it. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Bud's nice out on South Cicero. All right, so if you're listening to the show, and you're not watching it, first of all, start watching the show and subscribe to our YouTube channel, you fucking jerk. And then two, 
Subscribe now. Like right now. Like right I'll, now. Give you, I'll give you a couple seconds. You know what? If you're in the comments right now, you're watching, you're just tuning in, subscribe. Next three subscribers will give you a shout out. I like it. Although you, you're going to have to monitor that though because I'm down cool. to one monitor. Okay. I got it. Um, so some of you might have been saying, why is O saying God damn it, Aldo? Well, <laughs> it's because Aldo is not only our fantastic producer for this show, uh, he also handles the social media when we send out tweets for the live show. Uh, tonight, I, I mean, I've always given Aldo carte blanche. He makes the titles. He makes them really well. I've never questioned what he, I think there was one title where I was like, Aldo, we can't say that. <laughs> yeah. And in five years, there was like one. I think and it was right after uh, Larissa got shut down with some medical stuff. I and think the socks yeah. were subsequently sucking. Yeah, that's what it was. That, that's what it was. And then he also has carte blanche when it comes to what photo goes on the social medias with the episode. And for tonight's episode, he customized a Lucas Giolito Cubs jersey and put that out front and back for, uh, yeah, already. Well, you're getting the reaction you wanted, although yeah. a, lot of, a lot of Sox fans already replying Very to the with uh, shut it down. Nope, I don't like that gifts. There's gifts galore <laughs> going on in. Uh... So yeah, and make sure you follow us on Twitter, Pinwheels Ivy Pod. And hey, kids, we're on Threads too. You threads, cool. thread yeah. it up. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, the ugly. last time I did this was back uh, right after the regular season, I think. Um, I did it for Jose Abreu, and we all know how that's turning out. So. Jose's actually tearing the cover off the ball lately. What he is, I remember a couple of weeks ago I said that he was still struggling, but he yeah. has been better the past. I'm uh 95% sure that uh I told everyone that was doing the victory lap, like oh, we kept Andrew Villain and Jose Abreu sucks. I was like, guys, it's uh it's the beginning of June. Maybe we uh, if have you not watched a White Sox game in the last decade? Jose Abreu <laughs> always starts slow, uh, but anyways, there's a reason why Aldo made that jersey specifically that player uh luke's having a tough week man um so <laughs> we're not going to get into this but it's relevant to what we're talking about uh lucas because he did it publicly so it's not like we're like digging for news or anything lucas posted yeah, on his, he, he decided yeah he posted on yeah he posted on his instagram that uh he and his wife are uh splitting up very cordial it was a you know well thought out well written i don't expect anything less from lucas Giolito. Uh, I got to make a confession. Didn't even know he was married. Okay, honestly, okay. Thought he was sing- honestly thought he was single. Um, but- well, I think I only know. I think I only knew that he was married because of all the all his damn charity work that he would do. Oh, we already uh, got a, a breaking news from our chat. Uh, Lucas is not doing too bad in the lady department already. <laughs> that lasted, what, two days? Um, okay. But so. Lucas G. Little back back uh i said i think it was two weeks ago the last time i was on the show where i said um lucas started to he's starting to play the media card you know in his interviews being like i love it here i want to stay here blah blah blah. because he basically what i translate that to is i want to stay here but now if they trade me they're really going to look bad yeah you know it was basically what stroman like stroman was a lot more like hey guys these yeah. guys aren't negotiating with me at all. 
but it was pretty much the same the same uh, card there that Lucas was like, hey guys, I love it here. Team's struggling, but I I still want to be with you guys. Yeah, and he's <laughs> like, I've been with these guys for a while. So yeah. it was really weird though. He did like a compliment sandwich. Mm. So like the one interview, he was like, yeah, I want to be here. I want to be here. And then like there was another interview that he did like two days later where he was just kind of like, uh, it is what it is. It's a business. I like my time here, but at the end of the day, they got to do what they got to do. And then as recent as yesterday, Tuesday, he came back and was like, oh, I really want to stay here. Love Chicago. <laughs> His new blue things probably from Chicago, but, uh, or maybe she's from LA. Well, we all know, and it's a f- proven fact that the best looking ladies come from Chicago. So it's just science. So I can see why he wants to stay, but, um, Maybe from like the Lakeview neighborhood. Yeah, hey, he's got some loot. Um, God damn it! Uh, <laughs> he keeps he keeps flashing the picture on the screen to our Spotify and Apple listeners. Um, but all signs are pointing to Lucas is done on the South Side. Uh, yep. I will say I've always been a big Lucas Giolito fan. I admired his perseverance when he was one of the worst pitchers in baseball, and he came back. And then he made a horrible commercial that talked about it. And then he sucked again. So everyone yeah. threw that commercial in his face. <laughs> and then he came back again. And now Tough he's timing. Pretty, yeah. And now he's pretty good again. But the problem for Lucas is this team is just stuck in the middle or on the bad side of the middle. The bad side. Yeah. <laughs> and his contract's up at the end of this year. So. The way the White Sox front office has to be looking at it is, do we let him walk for nothing? Because there's no way he resigns with the White Sox. I don't care if how much he says he loves this place. Unless the White Sox run the table in the second half of the season, I don't see him coming back to Chicago if he wasn't a free agent. Or do we trade him and at least get something for him? Mm-hmm. Now, the well, dogs are... Yeah, go ahead, all. Could do a qualifying offer. Could yeah could they could that. they could QO him, um, oh that would suck especially after all what was it it was like about like two grand or something like that when they did the last off season when they were talking about his extension or getting something done it was like they were off by like five G's and it was oh the, the, the arbi- his world. arbitration yeah yeah was... yeah they were off by like five G's and it was just like oh man and uh, then he he's already he's oh, already declined an extension. Uh, yeah, I just got a photograph of Lucas's uh, new lady. Good for you, Lucas. Uh, go ahead, throw that in. Well, there. no wonder, no wonder that he's fine with the split. <laughs> there is no sad boy vibes at all coming from Lucas. So I was like, "Hey guys, we're getting divorced. <sighs> Dropping it during a home run derby night." Yeah, sending it your way right now, although Lucas yeah, okay. is Lucas is not doing bad. And for all he knows, he can get traded to like the fucking Diamondbacks and be on a first place team. In the next yeah. month, within the next three weeks. So, shout out Lucas, man. I always like Lucas Giolito. I like what he does in the community. I like his kind of look at life. I, no folks, I can miss. tell you this, folks. I can tell you that Lucas was ready to party in LA. He he was already. <laughs> he's folks. He's been he's been thinking about LA ever since he got with this new girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, and I hope somehow, some way, he hears this. I'm really gonna miss Rick Giolito. Lucas is dead. Yeah. Great guy. I'll never. So for those of you that didn't haven't been with us this whole time, we did an episode. Shit, all the what was that like two years ago? 
I think it might have been yeah during COVID season. Yeah, two years, something like that. Where we put he should he might show up tonight because you put him in the title again. We put Lucas Giolito in the title of the show, and we're just doing our thing like we're doing right now. And he one hundred percent was just searching his kid's name on Twitter, which is fine. If I should if my son makes it to MLB, I'll probably pull the same shit. And our show popped up. And all of a sudden, we're talking about Lucas Giolito. And in the comment section, I just see Rick Giolito comment. And he's, like, commenting. I'm like, uh, hi, Rick. <laughs> it was, that was one of and that's It was that show where he told us that he goes, hey, I'll tell you what. Lucas has told me this kid, Dylan Cease, is about to take the league by storm. And then that's, that was two years ago because it was before Cease came out and had – that's why I'm – Whenever I'm on the 108 shows and they ask for like wild predictions or whatever, I've always just been like Dylan Cease, you know, whatever, because it was Rick Giolito. Um, there's blood in the water, though, folks, and the sharks are starting to circle. Now, I know I do it to an extent where not a lot of, you know, White Sox fans do, but I follow a lot of other baseball's Twitter and I follow a lot of other baseball's blogs. And the reason why I started to do that, shout out Josh Nelson. And also, congratulations on getting married, Josh. I know you watch the show a ton because you know who Mitch is. Um, but a couple years ago, I noticed that Josh follows, like, all the head, like, top bloggers and beat writers for other teams. I was like, that's a great way to stay kind of in the loop. So I started doing that. I'll tell you right now, the Dodgers fans really think they're going to get T.A. Lucas in a package. <laughs> yeah wild uh ian says uh rich Giolito definitely google or searches him most parents do i can tell you i talked to many parents of prospects i don't doubt it like i said being a relatively new dad i mean my kid's not even uh pc and he's not even three years old yet but if he ever like made it somewhat I would one thousand. I'd be googling him all the time. Now, Zoe, uh, would you do? Would you go off your account? Or are you doing a burner to apply? Burner, hundred percent burner, hundred percent burner. Because <laughs> I know, I know me, and I also know how big of an asshole I can be, and so I'm one million percent burner in that up. My name's gonna be Joey Baggett doing what? Oh, you're staying, Lucas and TA gone. Uh, I'm my. Just so you guys know. Down the road, if you see a young Zawaski prospect on the rise, and all of a sudden, uh, Twitter handle at Joey Bag of Donuts starts <laughs> arguing with people in the replies, that's me. That that's gonna be me. Um, yeah. What what was the return that uh, one of the SM writers told us? I think uh, it was like Michael Bush. Michael Bush was the headliner. And said, I think he only. Put, I didn't see the video. He just he put and else. someone else. I didn't watch that shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's. It's Dodgers. tough because, yeah. I mean, we talked about it a little uh, during the chat on Wednesday. It would it would really help if T.A. was at least okay this year. He's but he's pretty... literally the worst player in baseball. And that's not us being, like, tongue-in-cheek about it or anything. Statistically, folks. Like statistically, yeah. Statistically, he is the worst starting player, like a player that's regularly in a starting nine in baseball. Tim, it's it's wild because Tim Anderson is, you can do the anal the analytics like statistics like the metric the sabermetrics. You can do yeah. just the traditional stats. You can do just scouting him. You know, hey, how does he look on the field? Does it match the numbers? Everything mm -hmm. up and down. He's terrible. The, the the numbers match what you see on the field. The production. You just 
He's he is. He's cheeks. Terrible. I. He's, what he's the, the hell happened? Cheeks. He's the definition of cheeks. I did. This has actually been like a tough thing to like stomach is watching this fall from grace. I mean, it's been. Whoop! Wait, I got him. Hey, there he is. What is up? Were you just watching cops? You look all sweaty. No, it's like <laughs> over here, and air conditioning is expensive. So. It still doesn't work. <laughs> well, it works. It's just expensive. It's so expensive. You get, I mean, you're spending all this money going to NASCAR races and whatnot. <laughs> when it's ninety <laughs> degrees out, dude. It's ninety-four. The, actually, you yeah. spend the money on AC. Mitch, you seriously look like you just got out of the pool. Well, well, I was outside. <laughs> Oh man, um, what we're talking about right now, and I'm sure you. I was listening. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm. Uh, um, Mitch is feeling the heat more than Rick Hahn. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's been tough to watch. I, if I feel like you're, I really hope he bounces back. Obviously, as a Sox fan, as a TA fan, you know, I really hope he f- bounces back. And that's what's so weird about the conversation about TA right now is because of who he is as an individual, so how outspoken. And how he talks about himself is the world against me, the world against me type stuff. If I tweet out, which I did today, like uh, statistically, Tim Anderson is the worst player in baseball right now. I got two DMs today. I bet if he was white, you wouldn't say that. (laughs) Along those lines, it's burner accounts, you fucking cowards, because I looked into it. But no, I don't care if he's fucking purple, green, blue, whatever the fuck color he is. I don't give a fuck. I think you've been one of the most people most outspoken about how much I'm putting yeah. that down. <laughs> yes, bro. He has a six. What is it like a 48 WRC plus? I think yeah, 43. 43, 43, dude. The next the next lowest is 61, I think, by Enrique Hernandez. Kike Hernandez. And so people know Sox. if you're not like a, a big advanced metrics person or no, you're right. 47 and whatever it is. Bad, the, bad. The average baseball player, like a middle of the road average baseball player, is a 100 WRC plus. Okay, so if someone's 125 WRC plus, they're better than 25 percent of the league. Yeah, by the, the average hitter by 25 percent. To be in the 13 WRC plus earlier this year. Exactly. <laughs> to be in the 40s at the All Star break is fucking brutal, yeah. especially for a guy who has looked around the league, seen how much these shortstops are getting paid. He even did an interview. He's like, oh, my time's coming in two years. My check's coming in two years. Buddy, unless you're going to the currency exchange right now, you ain't getting that check, man. And just for reference, this is with, this is TA's WRC Plus 2019 through 2022. 128, 140, 119. Last year was 110. And then, yeah, you were right, so right now it's at 43. He is 47% worse than a league average hitter. 43. And now here's something else that you don't normally hear me say on this show. I agree with Ozzie Guillen. I think the White (laughs) Sox need to – it's almost like they're scared of TA. Like, we're going to take away that leadoff spot, but you still get the bad second. You still get that second spot. <laughs> You're still top three, bud. Still, nope, maybe You're top at the three. top of the lineup. He's set the well, table. Let him bat in the, the bottom third of the lineup. And as Ozzy said, let him become an RBI guy. I'm all for it. Is that a Greek Island's coffee mug? It is. I, I used to work <laughs> in a building right behind him. That's why I know that logo. Um, 
I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I'm bottom third TA right now. TA seven spot. <laughs> I love it, Dougie. Oh, it's that's fucking great. Dougie, go Doug, ahead, Mitch. Comment of the night so far. <laughs> no, I agree. I think you have to move him down at this point. Like, there's no re- like he can't even get can can he even get mad at, at this point? Like, how how? how does he argue that? There's no way he can argue it. Forty three. Like, Nick Magical has more home runs than. That's insane. Nicky Barrels, baby. Billy like, Hamilton's hit more professional home runs than him this year. <laughs> that, yeah. It's it's bad. It's not even just like a fall place. He's like falling off a cliff. No, I, I think batting him seventh would do him some good. Uh, even with the – well, I don't know. Maybe just put him in the seventh spot. Maybe it takes a little pressure off. He can kind of just relax a little bit, you know, whatever, because he's hitting down at seven. But as Ozzy was saying – there's going to be guys on base. It's a perfect time for TA to do a little opposite field shot. Cause when he does get hits right now at the top of the lineup, he gets on base, but no one's bringing him in. I wonder if the hand injury was more serious than we thought. Cause like, I'd like to, th- I'd like to think that, but I've been giving him that benefit of that doubt for too long, man. I, well, it, it, like, that's like, the thing. there's no like good explanation mm-hmm. for it. Because actually, if you look at like this hard hit percentage and whatnot, it's like kind of similar to what it's been in years past. He, he's just a little bit; he's not swinging at as many pitches. But I, it, you know, the off the field distraction is a real thing. Like hitting at a baseball in the MLB is the hardest thing. To yeah, do you'd be completely naive if you didn't think the off the field shit was affecting so, him just a little bit. And I think that stuff started coming out near the back half of last year, and then all of a sudden, once it hits the public, so obviously, I think that does have a serious. Effect. Healy, um, I'm absolutely mashing with that kid with the rookie <laughs> cards on NMB the show. I got him in my nine spot. Kids betting like 700. I fucking love it. Uh, that's our buddy Healy talking about Jacob Gonzalez, uh, the White Sox draft pick, shortstop from Ole Miss. Who were, did Fids ever send you videos? Although, no, not yet. God damn. We'll it, get Fids. those going though. Once yeah. uh, once they once they sign, check it on YouTube. That's subscribe. True. But actually, I'll probably, videos. I'll probably pull it up through the course of the show when we get talking about the draft. That kid's got a funky ass. The other weird part in terms of the White Sox and Tim Anderson and the conversation that they've refused to have with them is that you're getting to the point right now. I mean, the White Sox, 16 games under 500, eight games back, fourth place. I mean, they're buying. They traded for Max Myers uh, or Mike Mike Mayers. Uh, They are buying. (laughs) Beef love you. They're they're giving you exactly what you wanted, though. They're buying. Yeah, they're buying. Big, big Um, buyers. They're just. And I think we briefly touched upon it last last week. How at this point it's There's not a guarantee that the White Sox pick up his option for next year if this continues. It's fourteen million dollars, and Jerry, no. everybody I, knows who's the owner. Jerry's going to be like, "This team fucking sucks. Cut yep. all the money we can." I think the Jerry's cheap card is a bit overblown. I think. Uh, he does spend like because they do have one of the top like they had one of the top ten payrolls in the MLB. They just don't spend it on the right players. I think because given the talent they know he can be and how cheap fourteen million is for what he can be as a player, I think they True. pick it up. Um, because that's better than like what's your alternative? Because the alternative is like especially if your their goal is Jacob Gonzalez, baby. Jacob Gonzalez. All right, well, let's give him the Zach Nato treatment. Yeah, dude. So, like, if uh, you're trying to build around like this, like core group of guys, and you're only trading the right. guys fired contracts, then in theory, they're still trying to contend next year. And to contend, you're gonna need a shortstop. They're not spending the money on a premier shortstop when you can get Tim Anderson, who's no. been a former All Star batting champion for 14 million. So I think that's 
I think they're tapped for them. True, true. And you know, I mean, obviously, Elvis is not coming back with this team. No. And well, I guess, got I guess I yeah, uh, we got Romy. Romy's on the 60 day IL. He'll be back. Don't worry, Messi. And uh, Mon- Montgomery has come back from injury and he's come back swinging, man. Every night now on Twitter, I see a different Colson Montgomery highlight. I could see one of those two taking over at second before I could see them. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think that's going to be the, the timeline for a guy like Colson Montgomery or whatever is they start him at second, ease him into life in the league. And then well, I wouldn't be surprised if Montgomery stays in the shortstop position and they move Gonzalez to a third base or second, just based on his athleticism and fielding ability, because Montgomery's a better athlete between the two. I completely just forgot about Yoan Moncada again. That's like the third time in two weeks I forgot Yoan Moncada was on this team. Um, where yeah. was I going to go with this? Oh, so Missy in the comments touched on it. And I know we've said it before a bunch of times on this show, and I'm just going to keep beating that drum. T.A. is the type of guy where if he goes and looks at that lineup card and he has to put it, scroll his finger all the way down to the bottom third of that lineup, he, it's going to go one of two ways. It's going to light a fire under his ass. And he's going to become the TA we all know and love, or he's going to complain and post cryptic messages on Instagram until the season's over. You know what I mean? Like that's the only two lanes. And I think it's going to be the first one, but also if they do pick up that $14 million option for next year, now he's playing for money. Cause now he's playing for his next contract. You know, I know 14 mil in baseball terms isn't a lot of money. So he might be sitting back being like, I got 14 mil coming next year, no matter what. But if he wants the, the Dansby Swanson money, the Trey Turner money, all these guys, he's going to have to have one hell of a second half of the year this year. And he's going to have to have, he's going to be an all, he has to be an all-star starter next year. Yeah. Like that's where the bar's at for him right now. Cause he's sunken so low. It's absolutely wild. I saw a comment. I, well, I posted a couple weeks ago when, when Baez and Tim Anderson were one, two worst hitters in the league. And, uh, oh, yeah, they have Sports Illustrated cover. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, somebody commented, I mean, it doesn't perfectly match up for TA because, I mean, 2019, the White Sox were still pre or building up. They were, they didn't have everybody up yet. So it's not like they were a winning team yet. But the comment was made like, you know, these guys, they thrive more when there's a winning environment. Socks yeah. obviously have been a crappy team the past year and a half, two years. Is, is that guys. part of it? Yeah, yeah no, it is. There's spotlight guys. Look at TA's uh, splits when he plays at Yankee Stadium, when he plays on nationally televised games, when he plays the fucking Field of Dreams game. Those are TA's best games. He Not is a spotlight guy. I don't even think it's just necessarily that. Yeah, that is true. But, like, even on a good team, you're going to have those dog days in August regardless. Spotlight's not always going to be on. He's having a dog three months, though, dude. The mental side, though, is, like, look at, like, the last time he had a season remotely this bad was when his best friend died. Right. I think the -the off-the-field stuff is – People do forget about that. Like, hitting – I cannot stress, like, hitting in the major leagues is, like, the hardest thing you can do in sports. And then you got to deal with all this side bullshit, like – obviously the numbers are going to go down. Now, I don't mm-hmm. think they go down like this, but like that's but like I do think it's a real thing, and that's a legitimate excuse. So the reason why we even went down this TA road, though, is because we were talking about who could possibly be packaged with Lucas to get a maximum return. Because let's just call it what it is, folks. Lucas Giolito by himself might net you a top 20, like a top between 20 and 30 prospect in a team's farm. Unless yeah, it, I don't know. Yeah, top 20 or 30. Uh, buddy, I mean, 
he all right, maybe he'll get you fifteen to twenty five in the prospect list. He's not getting you he's not getting you a top ten prospect. Well, let's just let's say they trade him to the Dodgers. They're not getting a, a Dalton rushing or uh, I mean, you're probably going to start talking about guys like River Ryan, Jorbit Vivas, like these guys that are af- after the top ten. So the reason why we're packaging Lucas is to see if we can get a maximum return. I don't think TA is going to be part of that package. Uh, Missy Carroll earmuffs. It might be a guy like Romy, or that, you know, that's the thing though. No. He's injured, right? <laughs> Trading for Romy. Well, I'm just no, they're not trading for Romy. He's a throw in. Yeah, but if you're gonna throw in a guy, especially if Lucas is on a one year deal, like to get yeah. a decent prospect, they're gonna either want a guy with control or a guy that's gonna help him win immediately. And Romy is not making the Dodgers any better. That's it's like, gonna that's be the throw in for a throw in. I know, but the Dodgers do need middle infielders. So this it's is it's gonna be like it's gonna be like starting pitcher reliever. So it would be like Maybe that's why they went out and signed Mayers Michael or Michael Myers or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Mike Mayers, come on. Mike Mayers. Uh, Respect on it. Yes, it would be like Lucas Giolito, and then the highest return you can get right now is, is Kendall Graven, even though he had the blown save on a oh God, that was Sunday. So but, like, he's – I know it's frustrating to watch as a White Sox fan, but he's still mm. been pretty good re- reliever-numbers-wise. I, I, I will say it. I, Personal feelings aside, he's had a pretty good year. I mean, that stupid haircut, but uh, good numbers wise, he still has, he's still under contract for 2024. So that's some value there. You could still get to keep him with you. I think that's the, if you're combining guys to trade, it's like Giolito and Graveman. You, I have no idea if Liam Hendricks is right. going to be back anytime soon. Oh, that Liam, also sucked. Did Liam win the ESPY? Is that still yeah, going on he right is now? Going to win the ESPY, yeah. I've never watched the ESPYs a minute in my life, and I'm not changing that now. I'll wait for the tweet. <laughs> right, we'll, we'll just retweet the, uh, yeah. the video. Um, it's so sad, though, when you go down the list. of like We're talking about all these players the Sox could trade for. And like you, so I know you were talking about it, like looking at other teams' Twitters for like who they're yeah. like sit in like you see a bunch of different guys it's a like joe kelly kendall graveman tim yeah. anderson like aaron the, bummer a lot of people think they're yeah. gonna get aaron bummer this is what oh, aaron bummer would be great for the Dodgers. all these other teams and bases think that all these players in the white Sox can help their team win right now why the hell can't we win with these guys because that is a lot of play usually bad teams you have one or two good players the white Sox have like a laundry list of guys that all these other teams want to trade for if all these other teams want to trade for them and they think they have value why the hell can't we win with them because it seems like it seems like the Sox are a team filled with that last piece for other teams Jim Jim Margulis wrote uh, for Sox Machine wrote a great piece, and I think uh, Josh tweeted out the the one big paragraph where like the Sox have always done this, where they have a couple they have a couple couple top line like either good starting pitchers, couple solid position players, and then they just forget to do the rest of the team. <laughs> they they done it again this season. And it kind of reminds you're Mitch, you're bringing up like all the guys that all these te- all these other teams want. And it reminds me of like the 2021 Cubs. The when they ripped that apart, they, they traded like 10 guys, they traded a third of the roster. Yeah. <laughs> like MLB, like guys on the active roster, I think it was close to half of the 26 players on the active roster they traded. And it's like, well, shit, like <laughs> how, right. how, 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 how did they get so much interest in this team? Like just flames out at the end of June and July. So let's talk about possible dance partners. The reason why the Dodgers are always number one on this list is because the Dodgers need middle infield help and pitching. 
that's basically where the White Sox meet is right now. And also, I really like a potential deal with the Dodgers because two of their top five prospects are catchers. Now, I'm not expecting them to get a top five prospect, but I don't know if they could add something, whatever. But the one thing that the Dodgers have an abundance of in the minor leagues is pitching. Uh, if they're trading to the, for the White Sox, though, especially like Tim Anderson, why well, I don't think they trade for Tim Anderson. I don't, yeah, I don't think because that. if they trade for a guy like Tim Anderson, they're probably going to try and extend him. I think yeah. they're saving money to try and sign Otani. So I don't lot, think they would want a, couple, a controllable guy like a lot of these other teams might. Yeah, a couple teams are going to fall into that category too because you know you hear uh, the Dodgers definitely, probably both New York teams. Um, Tampa Bay, I could see Tampa, Cleveland. Uh, Tampa Bay doesn't really spend that kind of cheese. <laughs> no, I could see them trading for a guy like Lucas Giolito, though. Oh, wait, did you see that shit with Cleveland? Yeah, that's why I just yeah. Just... Did Did you see this, Mitch? So they asked Otani like who oh. he really wants to play with, and he said uh, Jose Ramirez. Now all these Cleveland people are like, "We got a shot. We got a shot." Otani ain't going to Cleveland. Oh, yeah. yeah, get out of here. By the uh, way, I was looking second, at uh... Jenna. You... I was looking at MLB MLB's top hundred list, uh, MLB pipeline. Pipeline. They have the Dodgers have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight top one hundred prospects. They're all the last one is ninety first. And yeah, one, two, three, four, four pitchers, a couple infielders. They could they could throw us one, throw us a bone. Maybe <laughs> that's oh uh, you you mentioned the, the catcher because I think that's their number one prospect. I mean he's not going to get traded. No, but general question like I know that the side's frustrating because the Sox. I know they have Seb. Um, you know Grandal is going to leave. Carlos Perez has been up. I'm assuming he's going to get more playing time. You would think. <laughs> um, they need a catcher. The, in these types of trades, though, do you just go? Do you go need wise or? Because I would, I would go. I would rather be like just target the best talent. Yeah. yeah. Well, the the nice thing about the White Sox is they need pretty much everything. <laughs> I mean, who are your untouchables right now? Luis Robert. Cease. I would argue. I would probably say I'd hold on to Cease. Uh, and then, according to John Haven and his sources, it's uh, Eloy and uh, Vaughn. Andrew Vaughn. They are so high on Eloy still, which is fine. I get it. I mean, if you take off your Homer glasses, though, and really look at Eloy, he's been hitting the ball hard. He's been hitting it's streaky. And that's typically what power hitters do. But the Dodgers have a farm system with two top five catchers and an abundance of pitching. Uh, I've heard the Orioles pop up. Oh, yeah. Ian in the comments. I've heard the Orioles pop up a lot for Lucas Giolito because yeah. that's a young, fun team, man. The Orioles are a lot of fun. Orioles, number one. I'm pretty sure they have the number one farm system in baseball still. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, see what guys. With. let's see what they're cooking with. The Orioles just keep bringing guys up, and they're amazing right off the bat. Yeah. This is not fair. Well, their top prospect, obviously, Jackson Holiday. Then Colton Kowser is an outfielder. Uh, Jordan Westberg, Heston, the dude with all the constants in his name, Jerstad, Heston Jerstad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, their top 10 consists of a shortstop, one, two, three, four outfielders, one, 
to oh here we go catcher for samuel basalo are we yeah there you go he's in he's in single a ball though the, the voice acting kind of right, it's, well they, they got they got their catcher for the future in adley so they can throw us yeah but that's yeah the, the fringe top 100 for giolito yeah, Definitely. this kid, uh, this has been... kid and Seb, the dynamic duo. <laughs> as we can. After, Sam and Seb. Uh, after uh, last week when I kind of made fun of his last name because I was just all in a really bad mood, uh, this Hessen Jerstad kid is a hot commodity right now. I've seen his name pop up in a lot of moves for the Orioles. Uh, Ian's a big Basalo guy, so now I am a big Basalo guy because I rock with Ian. Um, who else, though? Now, I kind of want this kid because I hope they put him in right field because this would just be from the 108 gold. Their number 10 prospect's name is Dylan Beavers. <laughs> and he plays outfield. He's in high A ball right now, though. He's 21 in high A ball, so I don't know if that's that's going to happen. Yeah, he's Maybe not... he was just drafted. Was he just drafted last year? Um, the Orioles under gentlemen. They like to draft toolsy up the middle players, especially outfielders. Uh, he came when they plucked him out of Cal in the competitive balance round A in the 2022 draft. Yeah, so there you go. That, that makes right, sense. So yeah. Just drafted, yeah. yeah. But I mean, could you imagine the the 108 gold that would come Beaver. out of a right fielder named Beavers? <laughs> I mean, I found in the flood in the basement, like I we cleaned out everything. Basement, nothing's in there. We threw out a 20 yard dumpsters worth of shit, which was fucking. I feel. What like about their their 13th ring prospect? Hudson Haskin. It sounds like a dentist. Triple A, 24. He's ready. He Judd the, Fabian. He was drafted by the A's in 2018. <laughs> he has he has a 60-grade run. Oh, I know. He, I know. He need, you have to get this guy. The the gifts, the memes. Cade Povich. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. If, as, soon as, he has a, as soon as he has a home run, I am your father is going. <laughs> yeah. Or you are the father yeah, is going I mean, everywhere. But so I've heard the Orioles. I've read a lot about the Dodgers. We're, I'm trying to think because it's really tough to identify the, the buyers and sellers, or especially the sellers right now. Diamondbacks. Because of the new playoff format. The Diamondbacks are definitely buyers. And the Diamondbacks are another team who have an absolutely fucking loaded. That's, That's the good the, thing about the Sox is that the, well, it's depressing because these other young teams who've been building up in farm systems are good this year and they're actually buying and then the Sox are the team selling. Ooh, but at least it lines a, up well. You got this top farm systems. Interesting. Their eighth rate prospect is called Blaze. His name is Blaze Alexander. Oh, man. He I plays mean. middle infield and he can play some third base. He's got a 70 grade arm. Kid's got an arm. Uh, but he's does not hit well. 45 <laughs> hit. <laughs> all right. All right. 55 power, though. I mean, Can't he's got he, he's got some pop. He was drafted out of uh, high school out of the IMG Academy in 2018, so he's been around. He's in AAA right now on the Reno Aces. We might have to send Fins to go uh, scout him out for us. Scout about, him out. How about you, Min Lin? No, twenty year like old. I'll fuck up, I will fuck up his name so much. I don't want to do that. You Min. You Min Lin. <laughs> you Min Lin. That's fun. Uh, <laughs> Diamondbacks top prospect right now is a kid named Jordan Lawler. Yep. He's in double A. Oh, man, this kid's got the good. 60-grade oh, yeah. hit, 55 power, 60-grade run, 55 arm, 55 fielding. Again, if Tim Anderson – if Tim Anderson was just at least having the weird that he was having last year, these conversations yeah. would be a lot more fun. Because <laughs> okay, then you well, could really be like, yes. Ian's been in the kitchen here. Look at what he's cooking up here. Geo for yeah. Basayo. 
it's Pasayo, not Basilo either. Stupid Caucasian. So, uh, but Pasayo. Like the conversations might be a little bit more fun, but I think this team's winning a lot more games and more in contention for the division if Anderson's having a year like he had That's last true. year. Oh, yeah. Because he's a huge part of that offense. And obviously, when he's not going, this team's not going. Not only is he not going, he's been like historically bad. That was I'm true. trying to remember. And again, it's not the quality, it is a step below. So it's not apples to apples here, but like think about when the Nationals traded Scherzer and Trey Turner to the Dodgers. Like again, step down with, but you could have like Giolito and Anderson, two top guys at their positions, uh, maybe. So being traded. To answer Missy, so the White Sox did draft a catcher <laughs> named Calvin Harris. For those that don't know, DJ also has the same name. Actually, my wedding entrance song was a Calvin Harris song. Oh. There you go. Yeah, he's a catcher. Maybe you'll have uh, the Zabby Calvin Harris show. <laughs> Maybe that go. happens. This I is weird. I'm usually at a desk and I'm on a couch today, so I keep leaning back and it's, I don't know, it's fucking weird. But, it's um, like you're on a, a casting couch with you. I couldn't be so lucky. I definitely <laughs> felt like I was one of those people getting it from both ends this week. <laughs> uh, Chinese finger cuffs. Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't let's take get... a look. Let's see what the Cubs could offer. Yeah, what what do the Cubs got in the in the farm? Who are the Cubs trading? Although, I'll tell you right now, you want it, you want an outfielder, Owen Casey. I don't want Owen Casey. I don't know. Yeah, who he you is. want left handed pop? Okay. You give always... us Pete. What what can we give you for Pete? Croatian <laughs> Robert. Yeah, yeah. Luis I was Robert. Say, <laughs> yeah. Um. You tell me, uh, Tim Anderson and Aaron Bummer won't. Oh, what here we go. Brennan, what did Brennan Davis do to drop down to seven? Uh, he got injured and he was bad again. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, uh, Brennan Davis is a perfect example. Like literally last year, I think he was still the number one prospect for the Cubs. Twelve months. What happened bad. to Miguel Amaya too? Fuck. Oh, that one's because he was hurt again. But Cubs, Cubs finally have a solid catcher. They're not trading Miguel Amaya. Okay, fair enough. You got a guy named DJ Hers. DJ Hers, why not coming back? No, I'm good. Left-handed pitcher. I just, we were talking about DJs. Oh, what's up with my boy Ed Howard? Why is he down to 22? Well, last it's year he hurt. had se- season-ending hip surgery. <laughs> what's he uh, he's he... been in high A right now. Ooh. Yeah, he has, he's not. He hasn't been good, guys. No. <laughs> he hasn't been good. That's why he's so low. 207, 225, 299 with a 524 OPS. Yeah, he's got a bum hip. He's got a bum yeah. hip. I mean. You guys can. You, I know. I know the White Sox are great uh, rehabbing guys. So if you know, give him a That's get true. him the Sox system. Maybe he comes bounces back with you guys. Play shorthanded, and we won't put him on the IL. Oh, Ryan, Ryan Torbett in the comments. I like that Giolito and bo- someone from the bullpen to the Rangers for. Although, how do you say his first name? Oh man, Luis Angel. Okay, Luis that Angel guy, Acuna. and his last name's Acuna. But this is again a purely based off of his. MLB Future Stars card. I absolutely, he's <laughs> fucking awesome. I mash with him. Um, was it the Marlins pitcher who came up this year, or was it last year? It was that... last year. I know who you're talking about. Everybody, I remember. I was like, I, I mean, I play was, a little MLB the show. He was and unhittable I'm, in that game, dude. Yeah, everyone's like, oh man, Marlins just had like greatest pitcher on earth. <laughs> he was unhittable in that game last year, dude. Like Cabrera, he had, like, right? Something like that. Cabrera, yeah. Uh, <laughs> So Acuna there is a middle infielder in double A ball right now. He's 21. Um, they got they signed him right out of Venezuela in 2018. 55 hit, 50 power, 55 run, 55 arm, 55 fielding. Uh, 
I feel like every time I'd say that, I, I don't know if you guys watch that. Uh, I think you should leave show on Netflix. Either of you watch that? Yeah, where he's ordering all the yeah. food. <laughs> Give me 55 burgers, 55 fries, 55 hot dogs, 55 tacos. Yeah, that's. I feel like I'm doing that right now. But I would not be mad about This might be one of my favorite trades that we've been proposed on the show right now. Giolito and someone from the bullpen for this Acuna kid from the Rangers. Because his estimated time up in the MLB is uh, next year. Again, he's in double A right now. He's 5'8", 181 pounds. He, like most players that it seems like they come out of like the Venezuela, Dominican Republic area, he swings a bat that looks like it's 50 times too big for him. <laughs> like, you know, like it, it all goes back to, uh, what's his face? Yankees, Cubs, left fielder, second baseman, Soriano. Soriano, yeah. And he, Soriano used to literally like cut down a tree and like shave it into a bat before. Yeah, the heaviest the, bat. Yeah. The bat was just massive, but that's how this kid looks. And hey, man. I'm that that trade I'm okay with. I got another one for you. Here we go. Guys need pitching, you guys need a catcher. Cubs need pitching, maybe relief help. Giolito, and then you get Moises Ballesteros, Cubs catcher. He is 19 years old. He's an advanced able. And then pitching, you get Caleb Killian, starting pitcher. You really are trying to pawn off this Killian kid, so that makes me nervous. That's the first time I've mentioned him. No, I've heard a lot of Killian. Yeah, I, I feel like I've heard this guy's name before. And who's the catcher? Moises Ballesteros. Oh, yeah. I had to scroll all the way down to number 19. Look at his 55, numbers. 55 hit, 50 power, 20 run, so he's grand all. 50 Zach. arm, 54 or 45 field, 55 burgers, 55 fries. Um, with two teams this year, he's got a slash of 264, 389, 426, OPS of 815. Jordan's gonna love him. He's gonna pass off the Grandall. Uh, I mean, that literally would be that. It looks like it would be Grandall uh, passing down the torch. But although, in all seriousness, I know it's like a running bit on the show where you just try to get the White Sox and Cubs. I don't think the White Sox and Cubs are gonna trade again for a while. Uh, probably that's not. I mean, right now, show, yeah. it's yeah, just I, like I, yeah. I really, the last time everybody lost. Yeah, it was, <laughs> I mean, I think the Cubs I, still came out better on that deal though. They do. Well, yeah, because you guys closed it out, right? Because the last piece was AJ Pollock, and then he signed elsewhere. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Cubs still have I, magical. I don't foresee Cody the Cubs and Cox, uh, picking up the phone for each other, and <laughs> especially not like this year. Like, time heals all wounds a little bit, but you gotta you gotta let that one go because the White Sox obviously won the Eloy trade, and then the Cubs got the best of that magical Kimball deal. And so scores tied. I think we just leave it at that. <laughs> everybody goes home. So we're tied. Everybody's I think everybody's came out bad. That's all those true. after all that. Cause look where we're at Cubs, seven games out socks, eight games out. Bolton absolute dog shit divisions too. <laughs> So um, I just don't. I mean, I mean, it's fun to do this now, but like, I really just don't see a world in which they trade with each other this year. Um, so we're talking about Lucas Giolito, but the other guy who has been coming along and was in trade rumors this past week, Lance Lynn. Are you ready for him to get traded? Ready? No. Understand it? Yes. Like, and you know what? I almost want him to trade Lance at this point, not because I want to see Lance on a different team, but he ain't getting any younger, man. Get him to like the Diamondbacks or 
the Orioles or somebody. Who, the Rangers are apparently the, the team. Ran- yeah, yeah. Strong interest. Send them back to the Rangers, dude. Give me that Acuna kid. But, uh, yeah, I'm, Lance has only helped his trade value, especially with his last out, couple outings. This last one against the Blue Jays where he just came in. That's a good lineup, too. He's a second-half player. Yeah, that was not bump slaying. But um, I want Lance to go to a contender. I want Lance to go to someone that's going to make the playoffs. I want Lance to go where we get the best package back. Well, at the end of the day, yeah. But I hope for Lance's sake that comes with a contender. And again, that's what's really screwed up about everything now with this uh, new playoff format. It's really kind of hard for teams to – figure out if they're going to be buyers or sellers you know because like with this new format there's two more teams that are like oh, we can we can make it we can make a run here you know so well that's know. good for the Sox though because a player like lance especially with the year he's having usually you're not getting a huge return but maybe you get like a couple fringe contenders all of a sudden placing a bid on lance and texas is more inclined to spend a little extra yeah yeah because we're one of the few sellers with like a bunch of players of value. Because there's not many sellers that you could like. Yeah. So like right now, like the Royals, they got no one to sell. Um, yeah, unless you want to change wit. Right now, there are only the Tigers, the White Sox, the Royals, and the A's. They're all ten games or more behind the wild card. The Twins, Angels, Mariners, Red Sox, and Yankees are all within five. For the third wild card spot, then the National League. The National League is a little more top heavy. Yeah, because there's it's really the Brewers, Phillies, Giants, Diamondbacks, Marlins that are in the wild card race here. Cubs I mean, six and a half. It seems yeah. like you get, especially in the National League, like teams like the Braves. They don't need to trade for anybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like right. just, like reliever. Like the, there's yeah. still like a, a reliever for like nothing. Yeah, it's but, like our whole infield made the fucking all-star team. We're good. <laughs> like, And we have the best player in the league in right field. So right now, I think in the National League, because the Mets are seven seven games back in the wild card, and like, I mean, they're way behind the, in the NL East, but I think they'll still make a run here. But besides them, I think there's really only four teams who aren't buyers or are going to be selling. Pirates, Cardinals, Nationals, and the Rockies. So, so four and four, that's eight teams who I think right now are kind of clear sellers. What I think has a good chance of help happening that one team, maybe not the White Sox, but one team will strongly benefit from is Cohen in New York panic trade. Maybe, maybe. I could, he's, I mean, talk about heat. That man went out and spent. <laughs> billion dollars on a team that is just not doing well yeah i mean even san diego i mean the padres as well and who's the guy who's made all the crazy trades at the deadline the past few years yep it's bob preller in uh, san diego yep. bob likes the wheel and deal i He's, didn't i the didn't padres are six games back in the wild card and they're the cardinals threw out the white flag already Yes, I think I think the Cardinals. I saw a tweet today. Their GM is like, "We're gonna sell, or we're gonna." I think the quote was, "We're going to trade players." Interesting. Cardinals, dude. The Cardinals. <laughs> the Cardinals are in last place. They're thirty-eight and uh, fifty. They don't have any starting pitching. Like you None. look at it, like the, the pitching's brutal. I mean, just Even Flaherty, who used to be. Sox a... should buy trade for Arenado. Yeah, I was gonna say let, let us hold uh, Nolan Arenado for a little bit. <laughs> 
We'll give him back. You guys but... don't want Miles Michaelis? He ate a lizard once. Yeah. It's tough to <laughs> pull in the... the... I remember that story, Mitch, because when the... I think the Cubs were in the mix to sign it. I'm like, why is this guy named the Lizard King? Arnado might move. Ooh, Healy giving us a little inside scoop here because I would love it. I think I, I think Heyman had that as a, I'm a massive Nolan Arenado fan and it hates I hate that I have to like root for a Cardinals player. So I would love to see him on a different team. Just not a fan of Cardinals fans. And I know Mitch, <laughs> that's where you live now, but still. So good. Um but Paul in the comments here said name the top five starters on the market. That's tough to do though. Because you can name five guys that you think are more likely to get traded, but there's no like set. It's not like a free agent list where it's like these guys are on the market. You know what I mean? So like, you don't really know. You could start. Yeah, you could start looking. Uh, I mean, I think I think Giolito is up there for oh, sure. He's, he's definitely top five, he's top five for sure. Uh, I would put Lance probably in top ten. Like I could maybe like I just don't see the the Padres. The Padres are in a weird spot where. The, they're also a team who spent a lot of money. They're underachieving. Yep. And they're right That's now they're 43 and 47, eight and a half games back of the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks in the West, six and a half back in the wild card. They could trade Blake Snell if they just Blake stumble Snell's out. Fire, dude. Yeah. Blake Snell's been pitching. His and if ass Blake off. Snell has been, yeah, he's just on, on fire the past month, month and a half, he could like potentially be the top. Well, yeah, I don't know if you heard uh, Alex Rodriguez hard hitting journalism with Juan Soto when they were interviewing him. He asked him what they had to do in the second half, and Juan was like, "Hey, going to win more games." Like, <laughs> I don't. So I, no, like, I oh. watched the All Star festivities and the All Star game one million percent on mute. I do not. I just remember yeah. that during that during that time when they they went to A Rod, David Ortiz, and Derek Jeter. And they just kept paying popcorn in the front. Yeah, they were just eating popcorn. A Rod didn't talk for the fact, not that I wanted to hear from A Rod, but he was just eating popcorn. David Ortiz was making uh, Red Sox, Yankees jokes that, okay, it was funny the first thousand times. Like, (laughs) I don't care. Um, Hold on. I have no clue why they keep doing that. Breaking news. I just (laughs) started typing in Juan Soto into Google, and the first thing that came up was Juan Soto White Sox. Well, shock up. The world, Jerry. what have you shock been searching? The they, they... Shock the world, Jerry. Shock the world. Uh, I know. I wanted to see what Juan had left on his contract. So in 2023, he was ARB three next year. He's ARB four and 25. He's a, a unrestricted free agent. Could that be a big name that gets dealt? You get a nice haul for Juan Soto. You would get a nice haul. That was some of the talk last year, remember? People were like, well, if the Padres are going for it, but if they don't make it, maybe they'll just trade Juan Soto in the offseason. You'd get a nice haul for Juan Soto right now. because And it's not like – I know the Padres are having a very underwhelming season, but you trade. it's not like the White Sox trading Luis Robert, where that's like easily your best player, gone. Oh, Juan I, Soto was on a team with you know Tatis and Manny Machado and like they got so much money players. locked up in those guys though in those long term deals. I think they got to take advantage of the window while you have them all in your core. True. So that's why I don't see them trading Soto. I just I thought could, of the yeah. the, the, yeah, the guy sense. who would be the top the top starting pitcher in the trade market, and I mean, I think they've come out and said that they're not going to do it. But again, it's I mean three weeks Ooh. they're not really in it. I mean Shohei Otani could be. <laughs> Trade in. Now, how stupid was that interview? 
He doesn't want to be known as the guy that traded one of the greatest baseball players <laughs> of all time. Would he rather be known for letting that guy walk? Yeah, just walk for nothing. <laughs> Full free. No, dude. What a dumb. No wonder he's so laying everybody off. That was fucking terrible, man. <laughs> I'm so glad he got his come up with on Twitter, though. Good. Because that I, I heard the question and I just said, I, I like stopped what I was doing and was like, what? So, you, no, he's not coming back. I think we can all agree on that. Unless the Angels literally offer him, like, three years, a billion dollars. Uh, so, the, the the big reason the Giolito trade talk really kicked up, I mean, it's kicked up for a couple weeks, but especially on point. Wednesday. I'm glad, I'm glad you're bringing this up. Was uh, the White Sox released their uh, scheduled starting pitches for the weekend uh, against uh, Atlanta. Not in the top three. So do you guys, like, is something in the works here? Is Lucas uh, getting in some, like, hammer time? Uh, what's, like, why is Lucas not pitching in Atlanta? Is a trade, like, in the works right now? It, it very much could be. It could be, like, in uh, in hockey when a guy's about to get traded and all of a sudden they tell him just to stay on the bench. He's out of that line. The line changes. Because mm-hmm. normally you see this. This is no. pretty normal, like, a day or two, or, like, the week of – uh, leading up to the trade deadline, where you know guys get held out, just you know prevent injury, just something freak happens. But uh, three week, like three weeks before, you would imagine that. I don't know why they're saving oh. him or what. They think the Mets is, are a better. Is man. my mic picking up how much bones are cracking when I pull my knee? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. That sounds like I like cracking your hand. I am so fucking old. But anyways, uh, there's a lot. Uh, baseball fans, and I want to bring the oh well. Although to your point, it's very suspicious. Yeah, that just, he's not like, in the. But, and now all I can think about is that song. Don't be suspicious. Don't be beast. suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> but uh, the White Sox definitely are. There you go, Drew. There's your TikTok. I won't even charge <laughs> you for that one. Um, it's weird. He's not hurt. He's pitching well. Well, Kopech hasn't let just be deviled advocate. It is weird, by the way. But you know, if we're gonna go grasp for straws here, Kopech hasn't pitched in a while. So they probably want to start, you know, that's probably why he's getting the first start. And then you gotta reset the order, otherwise it's gonna be all out of wax. Then you just go down the line and then they go back to see. And, and you know what it could be. I'll get the first start in uh against the Mets. It could be one of our White Sox writers, although just said I just saw that Giolito's Cub jersey and I almost threw up. Um <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. It could Why is be number thirty-four. Well, I, well, that's the thing. I try to get crafty, but MLB doesn't let you do current players on other teams, ah. so I have to change the number because I couldn't do twenty-seven. I was trying um, to think of something that would also kind of offend Cubs fans. You know, thirty-four, Kerry Wood, but it's mostly uh, Sox fans who are. But see, tormented. So let me. I'm curious as to what you guys think about this, and in, in the comments in the chat or whatever, please chime in. I see a lot of people, especially on Twitter, because that's where I basically live, saying like around this time of year, like, stop posting trade rumors or like, this is so stupid. People, I love it. <laughs> to me as a fan, this is like arguably one of my favorite times of the year because it's like, ooh, could this guy go here? And then you start making up scenarios in your mind. Like, I love in our chat right now, people are just like, uh, where is it at? Josh Hader trade, maybe. Juan Soto, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, you start thinking about things. That's how I 
choose to enjoy it. And I mean, obviously it's good content for the show and everything like that. Trust me, when you start doing a show like this for long enough or own a website, your view of sports changes drastically, <laughs> but, uh, I love it. I don't know. Are you guys on the same page or does it get annoying to you? I don't mind it because I, I like you said, Zoe, we've been on Twitter sports. Like, I mean, you longer than I think right. and I have, but I think we've gotten to the point where like, yeah, every fan base is going to do the overreaction one way or another. We're all going to want the top prospects. We're all going to want to trade the bad players to get good players. So you kind of get, you kind of get numb to the craziness, uh, the outlandish proposals. But I think, especially like with our team struggling, it's like, who can like to have some fun? Sure. Why not? Right. And I mean, I don't know. It, I th- it gets more annoying, I think, in the off season, just because it's a I, longer period of time. Right. Like it's four yeah. months of just. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but during like three a three week rush of just throwing anything at the wall, sure, why not? Have fun. I don't mind it because, like, one is if you're going in there taking everything with a grain of salt, because like most of these people have no idea. Oh, and they yeah. take it so serious too. <laughs> like the, the the Cubs Sox trade, for example, got broken by like Katy Perry's booty hole. Like, oh, that's what I'm talking about. And we so, all like, know that I know that guy. Yep. I actually know Katy Perry's booty hole. But, um, like, as long – the way I look at it, kind of, like, going along the lines of, like, so was saying. Like, one, like I used to love listening to The Herd. And I know he's, like, full of hot air most of the time. But, like, even in his bad takes, he will make you think. So, like, mm-hmm. a lot of these trade rumors, it's the same thing. I'll see it. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Could happen. And, like, it'll make – as long as it's, like, making me think about stuff, then, like, yeah, I don't mind seeing all this stuff. Yeah, it's and, like, I mean, I will – just like I just did right now, you know, Healy brought up Juan Soto. I haven't looked at Juan Soto's contract, you know, <laughs> probably since he got traded to the Padres. But it's, I think it makes me a better, more knowledgeable fan. But it also makes you start thinking about, I like putting together scenarios. And, you know, some people are just, well, there's two people that I, I find comical. It's the ones that have the most Homer one-sided ridiculous trade. Like, <laughs> yo, the, the Dodgers would totally give us Bobby Miller for Giolito straight up. It's like, no, they won't, dude. And then two... And this is the one that I see more often. I think it, it, I, to the day I die, you guys can put this on my tombstone because you're both younger than me, so you'll probably be around still. But I don't get why people take it personally when you t- talk about a trade rumor that involves their favorite player. Like, Although I guarantee you right now, there's at least five people that are like legit pissed off that you put Giolito on a Cubs jersey. Oh, man. And it's like... It's not that serious, guys. Like, but you're, I know, but like, if let's say I just tweet out, like, maybe the White Sox would be interested in trading, I don't know, like Tim Anderson or something like that, I'm going to get hammered in the replies. And it's like, bro, he doesn't even know you. Like, that's not your friend. <laughs> like, yeah, this is still, and I know it's very cliche to say, but this is still a business. Like, yeah. The other person I, I like to, Mr. Uh, like... Mr. Robert. Oh, sorry. I'll go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna yeah, say, Luis Robert. Is he... Oh yeah, Luis Roberts going around blocking random people to talk shit. That's yeah. not his real account. Yo, There's no way that's his real account. It has like 400 followers. I didn't even look. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm <laughs> It'd be hilarious it. if it was. I can see it yeah. though. I'm blocked by it, but it has like it has like. No, so, what did you say about what Luis? Did you say to Luis. I don't know. I I think it's uh. How do you know it only has 400 followers? You can't see it. You're blocked. No, you can still see the follower count. Can you? I believe so. I would know. I'm nice, Luis. I wasn't blocked. Apparently, well, he's blocking everyone, so he can just uh, he can only get followers from the OnlyFans models. Oh, uh, that's true. He's trying to weed out everybody else. And he's followed by uh, Domino's Pizza. 
<laughs> oh, it's him. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I gotta look it up. I don't I even. Say, think, uh, I don't even think he has Twitter. All the trade, all the trade talk. It not only does it get you thinking about other obviously guys already in Major League Baseball, but when you do start to talk about prospects, uh, even even if it is like outlandish at times, you like go into a team system, you look at the top prospects, you know, you look deeper in their list, and you're like, oh well, this guy, you know, a twenty a twenty year old at single A, what's he doing? Right. You do you do at least get to learn. A few more about players and other other teams. No, you do. I yep. I found though, especially like even if it makes sense, because I used to have to do a lot of these for like fan sided and you like dig into like oh like three players that could trade for Lucas Uli. Say like you'd be doing just that, but you don't know how much like certain organizations will value a guy more than others, even if it makes sense yep. on paper. There's just guys unexplicably that like no, like they want to keep them their system. So it's kind of just like it, there's really no point in doing it. No, yeah. I get you, I get you there, and it's just it just always, uh, just fascinates me the people that take this shit like really fucking personal. Like, how <laughs> dare you put together a trade package that includes right. Lucas Shield? It's like, bro, he's he's on the last year of his contract. The team's going nowhere. It makes sense. Like, this is what's happening. On the flip side, I love the dudes who go on the crusades where they go on the crusade to like, I want my team to trade for this guy. And yeah. they'll be on it every day. And it's like half a joke, but like they're, you know, there's some seriousness to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for the Cubs, obviously, first base has been a shit show this year. And uh, there's just one guy I follow. And he wants, like, again, it's not realistic, but like Pete Alonso is the guy, right? First sure. base slugs. Like, yeah. that's not going to happen. Uh, but I just love, I just love the, yeah, just let's get Pete Alonso. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, sometimes, though, you could be really right about something. Like, I don't know, signing Brandon Drury. But, uh, <laughs> well, I was going to say 2019, yeah. all the Cubs fans, we knew it, like, needed kickstart in the offense. Everyone was like, trade for Nick Castellanos. The Cubs trade for Nick Castellanos. He was amazing. I forgot he was on the Cubs. Holy shit. Obviously, it didn't work out because they they just didn't have a bullpen and couldn't win at the end. But that was like a that was like the dream scenario where like the team traded for the guy that all the fans wanted and he was great. So that was cool. He was electric when he did that two handed bat oh, slam. Yeah. I'm not even a Cubs fan. I was like, damn, that was cool. I wish I had the cat. Charles the cat. That Charles was the, the cat, one. dude. Yeah. Shout out Charles the cat. Well, uh, the, the, the the fake insiders is where I get annoyed. That's yeah, that, okay. I, I do get annoyed at the fake insiders. That I I'd be very hypocritical if I didn't say that annoys me. The fucking food accounts need to stop. I haven't seen too much from no. The- yeah, they did now. What happened to all the sources? Well, they called out the one guy, the oh, yeah. cheesy beef or whatever. They found out who was really running it. Oh no! And they started tweeting like at, they like he would tweet something from cheesy beef like I'm hearing this and this, and they'd be like, really, Mike. Or some I don't remember his name, but all of a sudden he went dark. Uh, what was a tough this. look? Footlong Comiskey dog or whatever. It yeah, was a I'm, tough look uh, during really, the managerial search. Yeah, I'm really okay if food accounts went away. Like oh, it was funny God. for like a week, maybe not even, but like it's. No, it was done. annoying as hell. And then the people, yeah. the worst was not even the guy doing it. it would be all these mouth breathers in the comments, like really, like oh my god, like, <laughs> or the people that retweet it and shit like that. Like it's just like, dude, what are you? You're smarter than that, dude. Like, and I know now this is going to be actually a really weird trade deadline season because of the whole Twitter verification bullshit. Oh yeah. So you can't just look for the check mark anymore. That's true. Because even that, be- uh, what I, what have I seen lately? That one Elon Musk AOC has been tricking people. 
Yeah, it's just oh man, this is gonna get. I don't understand his business plan. I will die on the hill that he is not as smart as everyone gives him credit for. No, dude, it's bad. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, I mean, I don't (laughs) think that's. I don't think that's as. uh, I don't think that's like a as hot of a take as you think it is. Oh, you would. I mean, yeah, probably not. I know that there's like that weird. Like they adore you. Yeah, they have that weird. uh, Church of Elon people that like worship him, but like, if his dad wasn't absolutely like filthy rich, you would have never known who Elon Musk was right now. Just saying. Kind of PayPal uh, that's good. Yeah, PayPal's solid. Uh, Paul, I, I'm gonna respectfully disagree there, bud. Uh, yeah. I think it's cool to troll because uh, I remember when they broke the Joe Spotted news. Uh, and everybody jumped on it. It's like, yeah, I can confirm it's Joe Spot. And it's like, yeah. And I mean, you, I, can I you always confirm it's Joe. Yeah. And I laugh, although when you do stuff like can confirm that he yeah, confirms, can and like, confirm that stuff's a great funny. line. Yeah, that's funny. All right. We'll probably keep doing that this year. But like, yeah, Reddit's a good place to get your info. Uh, Actually, I, I was thinking about when you mentioned, uh, Mitch, I think you mentioned uh, Katy Perry's booty hole earlier. Uh, that At you were point, searching. Why not, Yumper? I mean, he said the A's are calling up the one in three prospects. I mean, yeah. for it's the, la- the last time Oakland is going to be able to see him. Um, Ooh. Somewhere Fizz is smiling. Somewhere Fizz just got a boner. Um, so we got Tyler Soderstorm and Jelloff. It's been a while since Reddit has broken the news. I need a, I need a good Reddit uh, rumor. Speaking well, of Oakland... So, like, I saw on Twitter that, like, the fans are passing out those cards, and then the fifth inning, they started chanting, like, sell the team. Like, I watched pretty much all of that All-Star game. Did that, like, I didn't hear that happen. Was that, like, no. did that actually happen? Everyone was like, oh, yeah, it happened. I was like, no. I didn't. Well, hold on, I real quick. That. Mike Prez says, there's a Connor Bedard account with a blue check mark, but it's been, even says parody account in the bio. It almost has tweets that go viral, like it's actually Bedard. I've oh, seen yeah, that, I've like, seen that I've one. seen that <laughs> account like 50 times. <laughs> I was like, it drives me fucking insane, Mike. It 100%. Someone does. did, I forget, they didn't do, obviously, they didn't do the username because you can't change the username, but they changed like their, uh, their like Twitter, uh, avatar name. It was like yeah. at, pretending to be the White Sox. <laughs> I got fooled for like half a second. I was like, wait, I have to reread the quote because they were making fun of it. So annoying now, man. You it was, read, it was, man. it was funny. <laughs> Because it was blatantly obvious, but there was like a quote from Jacob Gonzalez, the first round pick. I was like, "I'm excited to join a team with uh, that's going to provide me with no help. Uh, can't wait to go out there, get a couple practice swings in, and just do it all by myself." <laughs> and I like, re- I was about to send it to you guys. I'm like, "Wait, is this a real quote?" Yeah. And like, I, I I had to like reread. I'm like, oh, "Okay." And then I saw the actual username. I'm like, oh, "Okay." It's just that's the other thing. Trolling. That's, <laughs> that's the other thing that's been super annoying is the fake quote tweet pictures yeah people fall for that shit too much too dude that shit's annoying as fuck it's like oh tiny's picture and it's just like fuck them crackers and people are like, oh he really <laughs> said it. picture within a it's like no dude especially because i mean obviously the people do it go viral but like the, like the it'll be like whatever fake websites like you know butt crack sports or whatever yeah. dumb shit yep Butt crack sports. That's, actually, that might be a new. Let's URL start that website. Yep. Uh, oh, Liam Hendricks got the Jimmy V speech or Jimmy V award. I think yeah. they announced that ahead of time because I got sent an email like Liam's gonna uh, win this. Do you want credentials for it? He thinks. Oh, do you want credentials for it, Mitch? You should have gone. For a Why are you not at the SPs? 
why would I go for one day for an award I already know was going to win? You have to pay for your own I'd travel. Yeah, like that was the thing. I'd have to pay for all my trip. Yeah. Was, you, come on. Stay. And it's in Look LA, right? All that money you're saving on AC and you couldn't buy a ticket <laughs> to LA to go fucking to the ESPYs. You got all that sweet, sweet AC money, dude. I'd have to be back the next day, though. They, you have PTO. Bump into Kim K at Novu. And I guess that is true. Yeah, dude. It's bad with the AC right now. It kind of looks like you ever see that Seinfeld with like George in the meeting. Like I feel like everything I say, it looks like I'm lying because I'm like sweating. It's <laughs> <laughs> trying to get away with something. Someone started a Twitter account called Sweaty Mitch and just Sweaty. screenshot this. Yeah, <laughs> turn the camera off. That's a bad idea. And have everybody no. and just tweet fake inside information from that account. <laughs> Mitch is getting upset. Mitch is getting upset. There it is. Uh, yeah, that shit is you are glossy. Well, I was not, like, okay, like I, a nice it's way to say it. I was out in the middle of the heat all day trying to solve some murder mystery in Mexico, Missouri. It's a shit show. There's a Time Mexico, out. Missouri. A Mexico, Time Missouri. Right again, there's Mexico, Missouri. There's We're also a Paris, right Missouri. Now. Yeah, no, you can look it up. I was just there. I did a report about a Mexico, guy that seriously died. Mexico, Missouri. Son of a bitch. The oh man, oh because there's a lot of drugs there. A lot, of, a lot of heroin addicts. So, so is that what they mean when all the people from St. Louis tell me to go back to Mexico? The, yeah. They just want yeah. me to go a little they just, yeah, they just want you to go miles Mexico, over. Because yeah. right now their population <laughs> is 11,500 people. Well, it's one less because some guy mysteriously died. Ooh. <laughs> Not my Mexico. Not my Mexico. <laughs> That's funny. I see you learn something new every day, kids. Well, that's why I look so glossy. I was standing out in Mexico all day. So, <laughs> yep, there you go. That's what you should. That's how you should have phrased it. Uh, so over but the AC guys. is true. I don't use my AC. I saw the bill last time, so I cut back. I only use it on special occasions. So I have oh man! On, but dude, I gotta completely sidetrack everything right now. Puppy farts are the worst <laughs> thing in the world. <laughs> but fuck, I have two of them sitting right over there, and one of them just. I, it's just punching me in the face like Mike Tyson right now. What are you feeding it? Beefarina? What are you? No, dude, it's like the good shit, like the nice, like the recommended puppy food. And High just, fiber. Yeah, they're just getting so it. So between out. between that and me having a two and a half year old that is now just discovering how funny farts are, like it's just it's it's fart madness in this house right now. Just fart madness. I'm sure like, this yeah. is thrilled. <laughs> no. I should probably she could probably hear me because I'm not in the basement anymore. She's probably up there like <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. The other, did you guys watch all the All Star stuff? Yeah, I missed most of the home run derby. This has been a weird question. Now that I, it's not a weird question, but it's weird that I've seen it in like three different group chats, like you know, separate sets of friends and family and stuff like that. Do you like the ten out format? the old school format better than the current one. I've been starting to see the debate that they should go back to it. And people are like, I want to see just longer home runs and not as many. Yeah. And I was, I'm kind of stuck in between. Cause I do like how they re I do like this current one mm. for the four minutes. Cause like the before guys would take a whole bunch of pitches, Yep. but we more exciting. Yeah, but like, yeah. I, cause like back when Stanton was like, well, that was in Miami, and that was the time when he was hitting like five hundred foot bombs. Right. One of my so, favorite. Like, it still happens. One of my favorite derbies was the Sosa Roy Rage Derby in Milwaukee. Yeah, 
he was hitting it to like the back of the dome. It was like touching the <laughs> back of the dome. I, like, I think it was going out. It was going over the fucking, fucking back of the nukes. And so the argument I would have for the 10 out thing is that they do get to catch their breath and they will hit farther home runs, you know, but it, we live in a time now where attention span is like 0. 0.02 of a second. And so this new format where it's just nuke after nuke and boom, 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 boom. The cameras can't even keep up with it. That's that's probably my biggest complaint. That's the is, problem, man. Is, yeah, it's actually the Statcast one as annoying as the announcers were on that was a little better because it was very easy to track where everything was being hit, and they had a camera on the batter from behind the plate the entire time. So I almost like that broad. This is what so if they sad. do? This is such a sad comment and so true. <laughs> this says the highlight of the season for me was one single round on the home run derby. The sad thing yeah. is that round two he would have beaten. Both you, the guys on the other yeah. side of the bracket. Yeah. Yeah. Total. Well, so I'm, glad I'm glad he lost now because he hurt himself. Hurt himself. He's no. fine. He's fine, though. But going back to the format thing, I'll just do this because it's in the namesake with NASCAR. But like nostalgia does not always equal good. Like for NASCAR this year, they brought the All Star race back to North Wilkesboro, which is a track. All Star race? Yeah. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. If you win a Wait, race. How, do, how is that any different from. So you have to like, win a race to get in. And uh, then they have two spots like that's an open. So like okay. everyone else in the field that didn't win a race from the year before can go and you have to fight to get the last two spots and then everyone okay, else. Okay. And then they race for a million dollars. points. But anyway, they brought it back to North Wilkesboro, which is the first time a major stadium of like any type has been like closed down, considered like a national historic landmark and then brought back to life. So they revived this thing. It's like a huge deal. Everyone was all excited. Well, there's a reason it closed down in the first place. Like that racetrack sucked ass. And then sure enough, they go back there and the race sucked ass. It's the same thing with the homer. There's a reason they switched it. It was not exciting with the 10 out format. Sure. They were hitting bombs. This one's a lot better. Are there some things that could be cleaned up? Yes. Yes. But the new time format is a lot more exciting. Same with the bracket format. Like it's nostalgia does not always equal good. But I do want to talk about that first round because I will give uh, Adley Rushman, which I'm a big Adley fan, just like right yeah. out of the gates. I want to say that switch hitting catcher who can hit with pop and he seems like a good guy. I'm all oh, yeah. about that yeah. action. But for him to come out and hit that many nukes from the left side, take his break before his additional time and then come back out on the right side and go, what are you like seven for seven or seven for eight? hitting nukes i mean that was like that was fucking impressive to me i was like okay that... a little douchey douchey that's why he lost you know if he would have stayed on his better side no, he should have started on the right side he shouldn't have never batted on the left hand side he probably did it because someone some nerd told him like the wind current up in there will take you better if you go on the left hand side meanwhile he goes seven for eight on the right hand side but it was I thought that was very impressive. And then like, they keep showing like his whole family and like his dad pitched to him. It was a great story whatever. And then <laughs> Drew made a fucking really good TikTok about this. And then Louise Robert just came out and just pissed on it. Like you can, it's like uh, that episode of the Simpsons when Ralph gives Lisa the Valentine on national yeah. TV. And you can, if you rewind it, you could actually see the point where his heart breaks. Like it was Louise. But that's the thing with Louise Robert, dude. It doesn't look like he's even trying. Oh, he's crazy. just like he just goes up easy power. Yeah. He's hitting bombs. Oh, it was great. That was God, it was time. such effortless power, dude. He's just like some of these guys are like grunting and like getting all into their hack, and like Luis is just like, "Yep, ping 484. He had like six of the farthest home runs in the Derby. 
It was crazy. So, whoa. I, someone's happy. Um, Kakaf, semifinals action. So. Oh, okay. Oh, USA, USA Panama and penalties right now. I don't know what oh, just. Ha- well, I don't know what just happened. Yeah, I got yelled at because I said there was no professional sports on tonight. Did you see that Twitter thread? Can we talk that about that for forth, a second? Yeah. It's like, yeah, does that count as a professional sport if it's like an international? Well, and like people, so hold on. I want to talk about this Twitter thread. I'm going to pull it up for a second because <laughs> I want to know what I did wrong. All I wanted from this guy was a fucking yes or no answer. That's all I wanted. All I wanted from the guy. Hold on. I'm going to find it and pull it up. Uh, Where'd he go? Huh. I think he deleted it all. Oh no! Did he? Let's see no. if I can find it. I only saw part of. The, I only saw a couple messages. Did I oh no 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 no! I was I was looking under the wrong thread. Oh, I see it. I see it. Here it is now. Hold on, I'm pulling it up. This guy's gonna get a free ad. Hold on. Your answer. <laughs> I'm reading it back now. So yes. I well, all I wanted to do was all I wanted was a fucking yes or a no answer, dude. Like. <laughs> I don't know why this was so hard for this guy to understand. So you guys can see the screen now? Yes. All right. So I said there's no professional sports. This guy goes USA versus Panama 630. I said, is that considered professional? Honest question. Because I wasn't. I know how sometimes you could read that as being like a complete jag. <laughs> so I was just like, honest question, really. So then he goes. <laughs> How do you clarify? Because if you didn't have that, like it would have sounded kind of Oh, absolutely. <laughs> And I'm not new to this game. I knew what it would have came across. And then he's yeah, like, it's, move right there. it's C-O-N-C-A-C-A-F. It just like, he just like fell asleep on his keyboard. <laughs> North American, Central American, and Caribbean Gold Cup every two years. And then he put like a Wikipedia snippet in there. In no part of this snippet does he say if it's professional or not. And so I wrote, so is it considered professional? Do people that aren't pro, aren't on pro teams play in it? Again, I'm not being sarcastic. I just want to know. And he wrote back, all the national teams and players that play in the World Cup, this is our regional cup. And so I wrote back, so yes. <laughs> and then finally he just said, I don't know why, dude. That just bothered the hell out of me. I I just wanted I just wanted a yes or a no. I honestly do not know. I don't follow soccer. I'm not like trying to I'll watch the World Cup every once in a while because I'll probably be gambling on it and whatever. But I don't I just wanted a yes or a no answer. I don't I don't get why that was so hard. <laughs> Uh, that I don't know. Sorry for just trying to teach you the games. It's just like completely. It was like a bang your head off the wall moment. I was, <laughs> if he would have not have said yes on that last tweet, I was gonna tweet out like, please just fucking say yes or no. <laughs> like please, I. Oh god, that was. It was like talking to my kid. Like, just say what you want. His new thing is he says please, which is good, you know. But now he'll just walk up to you and just go please, please what, dude? <laughs> please what? You gotta go, please. You gotta go on the potty, please. You want to snicker, please, <laughs> please, please. And you're like, what the fuck do you want, dude? Anyways, sorry. he's hearing you though when the socks have the bases loaded. You're just yelling at your TV, please, Jesus, please, please. Someone get a hit. <laughs> uh, the All Star game in itself kind of sucked. Yeah, the American League lost. First of yeah, all, yeah, it's not about Justin Steele, was fantastic. NL bringing it back to the NL. First of all, bring back. The players wearing their own team jerseys. Oh totally. yes, yes. Those dude, the jerseys sucked. I know they're you're so bad. Jersey guys, though. Those yeah, I am. Those trash. were terrible. The hat they're was trash. like I well, bought the hat. Like the pants. I think the jersey in itself looked cool because I remember Doug. 
Dougie posted a photo of like the American League jersey. It was like, oh, like that looks pretty cool. And it cost five hundred dollars. It was like five hundred bucks. <laughs> and then like you see it with the pants and everything is like, that's yeah. kind of underwhelming. It was just, they were way it was too similar. But, terrible sorry. uniform. And you look back at old pictures of All Star games where the guys are all in their you know their team home or away jerseys, and you're like, that's dope to me because like yeah. that's more that's more too of you representing your team. Yeah. You know, like if someone never really watched baseball and they turned it on, I guarantee they're like, I don't know. You have to like squint and look at the pants. Like some random reliever came in the game, and I was like, "Who the hell is this guy?" And I'm like, "Yeah, he had his pants." Like, oh, he's from the Tigers. Okay. Yeah. Like uh, uh, we were talking about nostalgia with the home run derby. Nostalgia with that it was better back when they would just wear the uniforms because yes. it goes, it goes, it does go with what you just said, Mitch. You at least know right away. It's like, okay, this guy, okay, his name is this. He, oh, he plays for this team. Yeah. Cool. I've never watched that guy play. This is cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like they, they just have like the, the logo on the sleeve. It's like, oh, what? If you miss it, you have no idea who this guy even plays for. Yeah, ESPN had a tweet and they couldn't even tell him apart. They were like, oh, Luis Arise, like tagged, uh, I forget who it was. And it like was not a Luis Arise at second base. <laughs> like they like completely butchered it. And I get and I get it's money, whatever Nike trying to sell jerseys. That's what but I mean. I that's what it all. That's what it is. But I guarantee you, there would be more fans willing to buy the jersey if it was just the regular your team's jersey with the guy patch. with the patch. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing that the, the thing they get concerned about is then you wait a week and go on eBay, you can buy just the patch. So you know what I mean. Like they don't make as yeah. much money. I'm just saying, but no, I, I, mean, yeah, I totally I think, think they need to go. You the home run derby. You have the specialty ones for that. I did not hear that. Yump. Oh, my goodness. Did that really happen? ESPN called Vlad Jr. Cuban? Yeah. Oh, yeah. On the graphic. That's like second oh my God. player to win or whatever. It was like. It's yeah. one thing if I can't pronounce a name. <laughs> Fine. This isn't my, like, top job. But you have one job, dude. You're ESPN. I mean, I know they just laid everybody off, so it was probably like the janitor or something running that. But like, no, I think on. it was yeah, literally just like, but like, there's like two countries there that you could be like, okay, like understand. But like that, that, that was. I think crazy. I think it was literally they thought Randy Arozarena was gonna win. They had his stuff typed out. Oh wait, Vladdy won. All right, we gotta we gotta delete Randy's name. But then they That's forgot true. to they forgot to edit out. But Randy's not even Cuban. Not Randy offer. Randy's Mexican. But he was yeah. born in Cuba. They would have. They would have like, spun it that way. Bro, I'm it's, a big Randy fan this year. I never have been, but now I am a big. Sorry, Mitch. Oh, as soon as he fan. walked out with the cowboy boots, I thought. Oh, yeah. I thought it was over. I thought mm-hmm. it was over. Yeah, big Randy guy. It's not that hard to make a graphic like television secret, like making this graphics super easy. Especially, well, yeah. apparently it is, Mitch. Apparently it is. Is it? Like, Mitch, all you is have it, to do is click the thing and retype it. It's not like it would have taken them that long to like fix the correct graphic. Is Even it? Like, Harder or easier than looking up a player to find out where he's really from? <laughs> About the same, especially like on a like TV one like that. Usually they have these graphics like pre-made, and you just have to like type in like what you want like on it. But like use like the lower third graphic. Right. It's right. already like they have a predetermined like generic one. You just type in the info. So I'm pretty sure we could do lower thirds on ours. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, man, that was. That was kind of bru- – I can't believe that happened. I did not see that happen. Um, some of the other comments, though, I do like it when they mic'd up the players. That was, I'll, That's the only time I unmute it. Like, I like the whole Mookie and Freddie Freeman going back and forth and, like, Freddie Freeman trying to say a joke that did not land at all. Like, when Randy Rosarena got on first base, he's like, you can't <laughs> – that's funny. I'll, you can't uh, take away hits and get hits. You have to pick one. And Randy just kind of looked at him like, what? 
And like, you know, he was like mic'd up. He thought it was just, he's like, uh, okay. Uh, good, good joke, Freddie Freeman. But yeah. I did like, I did, I did like most of the, uh, most of the guys who were mic'd up. Yeah. It does. Some guys are awkward, but I think. It but the awkward work, guys the could part. be funny sometimes. And I like yeah. it. It's always funny though. When they're like talking like, yeah, you know, he's a great, oh shit. And you just hear. <laughs> 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 The pitchers, uh, the pitcher. I thought that was very cool because, like, you'd normally see yeah, uh, position players. When Evaldi was on, the the announcer's like, and I think he's probably going to go with a, a cutter here, and you just hear him go, yeah, and then he just goes into his windup. I was like, <laughs> oh shit, okay, that's cool. Um, it was better when uh, Liam was on and he didn't know he was like the mic was working because then you get swear. That, that's the way to go. But the other reason why this All Star game really just didn't like bang for me is because Missy, the best part of the all-star game is when Elias Diaz hit the home run to win the game and everyone's simultaneously going, who is that? Mostly because he didn't know what team he played. Well, for. yeah, I mean, I that, that could eliminate suspects. Uh, again, as a MLB, the show player after the all-star game, whoever's the MVP automatically gets a 99 card, which is like the best oh. you can be in the game. And so everyone's like sick. We're getting a 99 Elias Diaz card. <laughs> awesome. I didn't even know he was a catcher until I saw the card on the game. Good for him. It's tough because, I mean, out of all the sports, uh, MLB does have the most competitive all-star game because, like, without a doubt, you can't really fake it. But at the same time, I did like when it, uh, well, I don't know if I This time it means something. Well, like, I, I I didn't mind it when it determined home field. It I wasn't terrible. I didn't either, but I can see why teams had a complaint. I only right. like because like immensely. But you're but like when you really think about it, baseball is the one sport you can't tank without looking like an ass. Like right. in hockey or yeah. basketball, you can tank because everyone's tanking. But you like what you it, yeah. swing and miss at a fastball, like you can't. Like so that's why it's like yeah. okay, like the game is still watchable despite the fact there's nothing on the line. Yeah. I'm fine with it not screwing over a team that has a much better record than the other team just because they Lost right. Games. And I mean, if you're, let's say you're the race and you have, you're clearly going to probably make the playoffs and have a good team to make a run and you have one representative or two representatives at the game. And then that game though dictates your advantage in the playoffs and you only had one dude out there. Like I get why that would be annoying. <laughs> the manager's like, Hey, we have yeah. a good team. Like they're working the pitcher from like some scrub team. Like I can yep. give you another <laughs> inning out there. And he's like, what? well, I was going to say, oh, did we find out? Does Craig Kimbrell have like a gigantic bonus if he gets a save in the All Star game? Because yeah. his manager, <laughs> I think that was the most pitches he's thrown this no, year. <laughs> Craig was working something out. Uh, the, the one thing that I do, I would like to see is well, one, they wear their team's jerseys, and two, since the game doesn't mean anything anymore, take away the whole AL versus NL. Go basketball uh, style, uh, make it a draft. Uh, I would love to see that. No. Absolutely love to see it. Because you'll see guys that will never play with each other again play on the same team. I would love it. You can already see that, though. There's a lot of these guys that would never play with each other in the same league. That's taking the last – no, I don't. There's some parts of baseball tradition you got to keep around. I think that's right. Nope. I mean, Mitch, you are the oldest guy on this show. You know that by like 20 years. Just, I'll take your word for it. You, I was gonna say I'm in the middle of it. If it happens, <laughs> sure, why not? Any anytime I propose anything like new, you're no, get off my lawn. That used to be my nickname in college, old man Mitch. I, I, I very like get off my lawn. So are you giving everybody a show right there? 
<laughs> a little bit. I hope everybody liked the crotch shot. I was going for the Pepsi behind the computer screen. Uh, that's why. That's why everyone has to tune in to YouTube Live every yep. Wednesday night. All natural, baby. Um, I'm not anti-change though. Like the new rule changes, I was like, okay, that's gonna make it better. I don't see that making the game any better just by having like a popularity contest. And then there's gonna be some guys that like, but you see this a lot in the NBA All Star Game too. They'll have to draft a guy either because like they're on their team or like their buddy, and like one team gets stacked, and then the game's unwatchable. I want them to bring back the 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 what was it called that last player fan vote? Yeah. Oh, I remember that that AJ Brzezinski campaign the one year. Yeah. I think I think Sox players went out a few times. Yeah, I just I don't I mean, know I'll mix I had it a up a little bit. The one year I think he made it in two thousand eight. Yep. Uh, no, it was the, the reason the AJ campaign was the year that he punched Michael Barrett, so that was punch AJ. Punch AJ. Yep. 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 Yeah, but I don't know. Just to mix it up a little bit, I get the whole every team has to have one all star. Beef Loaf finally not, gets to not brag about, about that, Michael but... Lorenzen being an all star. Yeah, well, I'm that's not... why the jersey, like, that's why you need to have the team jersey thing because the whole that point too, of having yep. every team have their own all star is so, like, that city has like a guy, like, hey, like, that's our guy. So then, yep. why isn't he wearing his jersey? Like, th- you're gonna yep. do that and you gotta have the jerseys. Yeah, no, I agree. I definitely agree. I don't know. I'm. That's definitely one of those things where if that went away, I wouldn't be mad. Who would you like to see play together? Like who like struck out? Like oh yeah, I would like to see these two guys that would never play together be on the same team. I don't know. Like uh, just uh, I'm thinking of trying to think of a shortstop second base combo, like a cool middle infield, like TA last year and Jazz this year. (laughs) 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 But you know what I'm saying. But like something that'd be fun, like that, like two guys that. I th- I honestly think, or because I was thinking, like, if the World Baseball Classic was on more often, because we saw it this past year, where what's the matchup this, that we yeah. all wanted to see, and we got Otani it, it was versus Otani Trout. versus Trout. Yes. So that you can't do that so when you could on the see same that team. shit if you did a yeah. draft. But there's no guarantee you'd see that shit because no. there'd be That's guys true. who might be on rest, or well, it's not the day of the rotation, or they get hurt in the home run derby. Doing stuff. Oh, oh, oh by see, the way, I hate this shit, dude. People so complaining about Miggy. Getting... Dude, I don't care if he's leaving, man. I mean, I get that, but you got to give. Yeah, I don't. I... Ooh, this he's is not a... a guy that needs to do like a, re- a re- Can USA even feel the team? If they did USA versus the world? <laughs> no, they then... could. It's just the prospect game. I mean, you would be getting some guys for Team USA that should not be all-stars on that no, team. No, I mean, you saw it, dude. You saw it in the World Baseball Classic. They could, yeah, they could definitely feel the team. All right, well, Trey Turner's not an all-star. Tim Anderson's not an all-star. I'm just trying to think of guys that were on the U.S. WBC team. Damsey Swanson hurt. Yep. He... <laughs> I mean. Jazz I... Chisholm? There you go. Oh, he's hurt, I think. No, no he's back. Or is he's he back, there you go. Jazz uh, back at second. I like the, the sentiment there, Baloney, but I don't know if that would – the, the world team would be fucking stacked. By the way, another thing I would like to add, or would like to see be add, would give me the give me the, some sort of skills competition, other than the home run derby. I'd be fine with it. I was thinking about that. Have I, you ever I, seen I, the bunt competition? Yeah, like, like you can't do like fastest yeah. pitch because some guy would blow their arm. Get all the Kevin's in the world excited with the bunt targets. Like, sure, Could they do not? something like that? Tom's Proborski or Samorski, whatever. Uh, instructional video that we all watched when we were kids where <laughs> like they put the outfielders out there and it's like who can make it into the garbage can behind home plate best of five throws 
That would, yeah. I'd watch that. That could be good. I I'd would be down to the skills competition. I think now we're cooking with gas. Do those MLB okay. the show hitting drills? You get you need to hit it to right field yeah. five times. Yeah, you, like the shaded areas. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's why they ban the ship. No one knows how to hit that. Yeah. What's up, Bob? <laughs> Terrible. Wait, um, like you, it's like the 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 pitching machines are like it's set at 110 miles per hour, something ridiculous. I'd be in on that. That someone could be would, good. Someone would probably get hurt, but I'd be in on that. Well, take take the kids out the field. Take the kids off the field. We don't need more kids. Yeah, yeah. Was, the kid got annihilated, dude. Like I'm surprised it doesn't that, happen like, more often. In the afternoon, it's like why are they trust it because like you would look at the exit velocity, especially watching the stack cast one. It's like, boy, they are smoking some of these baseballs. Like, How does oh, that not happen more often? Cool. And like, yeah, sure enough, yeah. later, like the show, some guy gets drilled in the outfield. Because like you see it around, like there are even younger kids who are just like roaming around. I'm like, why are they out there? Yeah, I mean, that kid got too many of them out there too. Hold on, I'm pulling up the video out right there. now. Oh, that kid got fucking smoked, dude. That being I said. Like, they cut like he's getting carried off the field, and then they cut back, and like the guys, Pete Alonso's like dancing at home. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, here it is, here it is, here it is, here it is. Share screen. Uh, there we go. All right. If I make it full screen, can you guys still see it? Yes. Yeah. All right. Bam. Oh, jeez. Oh, gee, oh, I didn't see the aftermath. Awesome. Oh, Damn. Damn. I mean, come on, dude. That dude, that dude brutal, looks like Brandon dude. Moreno after Saturday night. That is, that's, that's brutal, dude. I'm saying I, I was watching uh, our boys, the Chicago Sports Bum show when that happened. <laughs> and I put in the comments right away, I was like, get a group of like 30, 40 adults. Let them have an open bar for like an hour and then throw out a bunch of buzzed up adults. One of those, would, like, they'll not yeah, only yeah, but they're adults with oh, a kid. You're like, oh, you feel Perfect bad. Idea. If it's some you know hammered what? asshole, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> you know what? I got it. Keep the kids, it's fine. You want to keep it fun, put them in those giant bubble things, then like <laughs> give them a helmet, helmets or something. I don't know. Oh, I get I would put money on those kids are wearing helmets next year, with like, right? Cards. Like, that's the thing, it's happened before, like. I'm it surprised has there hasn't like been like bigger stories. Like, maybe not like a full blown helmet, like the song. yeah, yeah some kind of cage. Yeah, and I mean, obviously that kid probably had to sign like 50 waivers before they let him out on the field, saying right, like, you're yeah. not going to sue us when Vladdy drills you in the eye with 107 mile an hour fucking. Rob Manfred, Rob Manfred's just be like, Manfred would be like, I mean, you had your glove, kid. Yeah, you missed it. Your glove <laughs> touched it, kid. I mean, you you ain't got the you ain't got the sauce, but uh. That was, I felt so bad for that. <laughs> Again, kid, you feel bad for it. Drunk adult, that's funny as shit. I mean, adult, I did laugh adult. though when they he was getting. I laughed too. I laughed. I laughed too. Especially when yeah. Lots is doing some dance. Well, it's yeah, a lot I, funnier when you don't see the aftermath picture. Yeah, because he was bad. But yeah. That kid was jacked up, man. I mean, he's got a story for story for life. <laughs> story yeah, but well, this is a fair point from Baloney. How do we know the kid wasn't drunk? <laughs> that's true. Seem pretty big. Took it like a champ too. Usually when you're drunk and you get hit like that, you do just kind of like shake it off. But I see a lot of Pete Alonso hate. I w- I did see though on Twitter that he signed every one of his like the baseballs that was thrown to him. Thought so that like, was a class move. That was cool. Yeah, class move. He gets a lot more hate than you would think. Class I do. Okay, Paul Canerco fan too. They interviewed him when he came to Chicago a couple years ago. He loves Paul Canerco. 
so Zoe, we're pretty online. Uh, yep. I I don't know how it started. I, I I think it's hilarious, but I'm with you, Mitch. I don't really get the Pete Alonso hate. Well, I kind of do. He's a, he's try hard for the home run derby that last year when he was like. Isn't praying. that what you want though? I, yes. I, 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 I want the guy to want to win the competition. Well, they, yeah. So I agree with you. I don't think it's that big of a deal. But for whatever reason, Pete Alonso is hated. <laughs> but I just don't know how or why that started. I, I know he did nine. Here's your he answer. Eleven. But <laughs> I like regular season Pete, but dirt. Did you know funny, Pete Alonso did nine eleven? Well, that's the big thing. A few years ago, I think it was when the Mets were playing the Padres or whatever. And you know how oh, crazy oh, fucking oh, yeah. Padres Twitter is. They photoshopped him like taking a, like. With the like the oh. towers on fire. Oh my god, I did see this. I do remember that. And like he got he responded to it, and because he responded to it, it's been just a running joke for the oh, past no. two or three years. I like totally that's where that, that started. But I don't know why that's like I, I think totally it was just random Padres Twitter. <laughs> I totally remember that now. He also has a shit nickname, the Polar Bear Socks. Polar Bear. See, I think I kind of like the nickname. <laughs> I don't like the nickname. Don't not at all. But I can see it though, like I, I, his build, like I can see polar bear from. I get polar bear. From I'm uh, well, I'll tell you right now. If somehow he ended up on the White Sox, I'd be like, polar bear fucking kicks ass. What a badass nickname! <laughs> like that's a given. But oh, Pete Alonso would be the perfect White Sox player because half the fans would love him, half the fans would hate him because he'd hit mm-hmm. 40 home runs a year. Oh yeah, he'd hit 210. He would be <laughs> yeah, a better version of Andrew Vaughn and just yeah. right. And you'd still get these people on for ah, he's not very good. Mm-hmm. Not doing his job. Home runs are overrated anyway, and RBIs. That's some some wild shit. Uh, where are we at on the show? Hour forty. Let's talk about the second half. <sighs> Let's just say my my hopes aren't at an all time high when it comes to the second half. I think a lot of it. I think well, I think a lot of it depends on what the White Sox do at the trade deadline, and now I feel like. I'm repeating myself from last year, and then Rick Hahn's just going to go out and get Deekman and call it a day. They already got their Deekman, but a worse version of Deekman. Yeah, yeah. They, they got, they but did. They yeah. Guys, though, I'm sure. Mike Mayers is pretty much got, in line. Yeah, they got worse Deekman. <laughs> but he's one of Pedro's guys. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. You know how that works out. Dude, that, like, oh, that's right. <laughs> well, no, this is his first year in Kansas City. Oh, God. Damn. Well, why is he called up from AAA? <laughs> I'll be honest, I'd never heard of the guy before. Nope. Mike Mayer, I, I only remember him, pick, I, I don't know, some random game I watched from the Angels. That's the only reason I nope. remember him from the Angels. I never, I could not think of that guy. Until he used about... to be good and then he sucked this year. I don't know. Yeah, no, he's been really bad this year. I, guys, I think he might, I, he might be your fifth starter. I saw he's been pitching like he's not just That's a one inning reliever. That's he might cute. be starting some games for you guys. I, okay, I'm not going to lie. I do like Tukey. I Tukey's like that. showing me Tukey's something, been man. fantastic. I didn't Tukey's realize how good he's been. Tukey's been showing me something, man. Tukey. He has a fun name to say. He got stuck in traffic his first night. With the <laughs> I mean, what's not to like? Relatable. I, I like Tukey. Fids would not be happy if that oh. happened. If Healy <laughs> says they'll get a Mir Garrett. I also mean, another he... former former Royal. Yep. <laughs> that Tukey's story is like actually insane, though. He gets cut. 
The Sox, like, he's just sitting in Miami. The Sox call him on his birthday, like, hey, you're signed. He has to get a flight. His flight gets canceled, so he has to take the next flight. And because it got delayed, he gets stuck in rush hour traffic, barely makes it to the game on time. Like, Zoe was saying that he was, like, walking past the White Sox clubhouse a couple times, too. Like, it's a wild story. And then, like, he's on the mound, like, a couple hours later. After, like, strolling up to the ballpark, like, well, like, some guy from the 108 in the tailgate section. Like, he was around (laughs) the time. He arrived And Tukey's two uh, spot starts there. What is he going five, six deep each time? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he used to be a starter with Atlanta, but like this stuff. He, he was a guys. And I think Ian says it in the comments. He was a, a hot shit prospect coming up. I like, think his first appearance. Yeah. His first appearance was in long relief in that one of the blowouts, I think, against the Angels, maybe. And he had like yeah. four innings, gave up like yeah, one he- hit. He didn't give something? up any hits. I don't. Or, no, yeah, no hits. Plus two, yeah, it was no because he set a record. It was like the old second Sox pitcher that threw four plus no hit innings in his White Sox debut. Yeah, I don't mind Tuki. Tuki's been Tuki seems to be the answer of who's going to be the fifth starter. So how many? So well, I think I, I think Clevenger's coming back. Can we trade him? I think. Well, I think. Well, I was going to ask you guys. He was in a package. There's some over yeah. over under White Sox trades at the deadline or by the deadline. Four and a half players. Players, um, not trades. Players. Ooh. I'm gonna, hmm, I'm gonna take the over. So I'm, I'm thinking Giolito, Lynn, Grandall. I think it'll be three. Rick doesn't. I don't trust Rick to. That's a lot of work for Rick to do. Yeah. Clevenger. He's gonna have to like make four phone calls. And like yeah, one of the really Joe fun. Kelly for nothing. <laughs> what is it? Four and a half. You four said? and a half. Maybe four. Yeah, I'm taking the under. I'm, I'm gonna okay. stay at the over. Just I'll go to, for exactly, yeah. Just to mainly do the opposite of Mitch. <laughs> Fair enough. But no, it. it I could oh. see it though. I could see them doing like a Giolito, Lynn, Clevenger. Uh, I don't know if anyone's gonna. I don't think the market for Clevenger is gonna be that big. They would have dude, to package him. Pitching is one, and Clevenger's been good when he's not been hurt. Clevenger has been a very pitching is always the outlier. It, yes. It's like if you look at it though, it's a lot of fool's gold. There's a lot of base Ooh. runners, a lot of high stress innings, and he only goes like five innings to start. If you really right. want all the starts, Keenan Middleton. They, Middleton's a free agent. I, I was going to say, do do you think they sell high on Middleton and Santos? Yes, absolutely. They should sell high on Middleton. That's another one that's fool's gold. He gives up way too many base so runners. You hit your over there. Oh damn. Well, no, I don't think they're going to trade Clint. Well, okay, so. I think four exactly. Mm-hmm. So Middleton, I think you you sell high. they they should sell high on. We don't know if Rick mm-hmm. has the capacity to do that. Uh, I you think you gotta you have to sell high on one of those relievers, if and, not both of them. Yeah, Julito, Lynn, Kelly, Middleton. Has Gavin Sheets been good lately or no? Is there a trade market for him? There's always a trade market for a powerful left-handed bat. You keep saying that. We haven't seen it yet, though. <laughs> There's always a trade market for a power lefty. Jake Berger? Trade value down? Sell high. That's as high as it's going to get. Cold. Stone mm. hands. It's a business. <laughs> Stone hands. <laughs> oh, I, I wrote about it briefly the other day when I was writing about the, the trade rumors for the Sox, where you guys are also stuck in a situation where you have a, a GM that you don't trust at all. And nope. you don't know if he's still, or you don't have a confidence that he's going to get fired, even though he should. So, like, do you trust Rick Hahn's going to make the right moves in the offseason? Nope. <laughs> you already know the answer to 
that. Ah. Yeah, exactly. It's like no matter what, because like the the conversation that everybody was like, why the hell are the Sox? Why is there a thought that the Sox have four untouchables? And like, really, I think I think Luis Robert. I know the Sox have sucked, but like, I think Luis Robert should be your one untouchable. Everybody else, though, I do agree. If you can find the right deal, trade them. But yeah. at the same time, do you trust Rick Hahn making those? No, deals? I don't trust Rick another Hahn rebuild. I don't. I mean, if it, was up to me, if it was up to me, Rick wouldn't be around to be making these calls, especially yeah. in the offseason. I know they're not going to fire him midseason, but he, so what do you I said, I said it right now that he gets fired in the offseason after the high. season. Because didn't I say it on this exact show last year that that trade deadline was like Rick's career? Yeah. yeah. And he year. went out and got Cheekman. <laughs> so, like, if that was his career, this is like his last breath. Like, if unless he pulls some immaculate trade out of his ass, he's on the back nine, and he is like, yeah, I think it's done. I think it's done. <laughs> I mean, there's just, I, I, I know he's good at the one thing that you need to be good at, and that's making Reinsdorf money. He's good at that. And I think that's what's lawyer gotten talk. him to this point. Lawyer talk too. Yeah, I think that's what's Great. gotten him to this point. But... A hell of a police officer in the Mexico Police Department. Let me tell you, the way he can lawyer <laughs> talk around a question, phenomenal. But I mean, I don't, I don't trust him at all. I mean, if any ounce of trust he had for me went out the window at last year's trade deadline. Yeah, and like and... I think I, we've talked about it even before his other big trades when they've been trying to win have been bad. The Otani trade. The, oh, he did try for Otani, so he had to give him credit for that. There you go. Uh, what are you talking about in the comments there, Paul? Roberts played almost every game this year. He's been the one healthy guy. He's been the guy who saved the healthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Finally. Finally, yeah. he's Roberts healthy. I mean, there's like four other guys you could have went with that comment, dude. You picked the wrong one. Uh... I mean, Han would really have to pull just a like, massive trade. Like off. that's the thing, though. Okay, I mean, I know that we've. I think we talked about it like a month ago, like where we said the Sox should be buyers, but like they just haven't turned the corner. They've still just sucked. They're just they're, stuck there. They're just stuck. They're just bad. Once they sell a Giolito, like you guys are going to be, you're going to be bad the rest. Now, of Now you would think that, but like I think it'll be about the same because the reason we were losing was because of the offense. The offense. That's true. If if Han does this right, I mean, there is still talent to make a run at that AL Central in the second half. Like that's yeah. that's the other thing. The trades, like you have to get you have to get an MLB piece back. But I think Kevin brought it up yesterday. Like, what team is going to trade you an MLB piece that's trying to win? Yeah, well, we got that mayor guy. Or you, <laughs> All or the you, pieces are in place now. Old or you trade one of your MLB guys to free up a spot, and a kid comes up and. You know, lightning in a bottle type situation, but fuck you bring back, it. Billy. <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. Wait, I mean, Ostracolis could get hot, and Maybe. I can wake up tomorrow with fifty grand in my bank account out of nowhere. I mean, I mean, you know, Luis Roberts could good. happen. When is Frazier gonna hit his white side? Can he at least hit one home run? Dude, he's he's back in Triple A. He's back in Charlotte, bro. I know it's annoying. We gotta call him back up. No, so. you gotta. You might as well just pay that ticket, dude. It's probably got interest and shit on it now. I already did pay it. It was All sad. Right. I held out as long as I could. I waited like a 
Actually, I still have a little bit of time. I already paid it though. All this right, well then, maybe time. maybe we got to pick a different player and try you to get just some AC to Mexico, money. Mitch. <laughs> we got to pick another player with long odds to get you some AC money. It's funny speaking of Mexico. That was only like the third time I've ever been recognized in public, and the other one was from an inmate that this... was like, "Oh." Like, <laughs> He's like, yo, like I used to be locked up. Like I, they've had you on the news. Like this oh. is what I'm trying to say. What are you saying here? If you trade those guys and bring up some people with vim and vinegar, maybe they do go on a run. And it could happen. I mean, the guy you're building around, Luis Robert, is, he's still a kid too. Could and, it happen, guys? We've been talking about how shitty the White Sox farm system. <laughs> that's true, but I don't hey, know. You never know. This pro team that was supposed to compete, the best they've ever done was losing the first round of Oakland. Like, I don't think Lenin Sosa is walking through those doors to save the season, boys. Nah, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> like, Rami um, came up last year with some piss and vinegar, and everyone liked him. But in reality, he just kind of sucked. He sucked, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. He had all the piss and vinegar. It was bad. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's going to suck watching Elvis start every day after they make some trade. Oh, God. This could definitely go the other way very quickly. I did like what I did like Revelar, but he bunts way too much. And this has been a thing that's been going on for a while. Like Herb mm. brought it up. I was like, why is this guy always bunting? I looked in college in the college world series. Like at that point he was leading his team in home runs. And one of the biggest moments of the season, he laid down a sack. Bunt. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> he was like eight for eight on the year, despite being a power hitter. He just loves bunting. He's a Rudy dude. He is Hell very yeah. much a Rudy. Which is wild. He is a Rudy. Uh, you guys got any big thoughts on the draft? Or should we wait for uh, Figs? Fox did, I think. It's hard to comment on like a lot of like college and high school guys. When you look at the numbers, like, okay, like he seems good, but I'm not going to be like, this guy's a bust already if he's just coming out. Oh, no. It, yeah. I, 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 do, I do like everything I've read about Jacob Gonzalez, the, the shortstop out of uh, Ole Miss that the White Sox took with the 15th overall. I mean. Does he go I'm, by Jacob or Jake? You know what, though, with that? Everything like, I've seen has him listed as Jacob. Yeah. Bust. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the only only draft analysis I do is what I feel about names. He I, goes by Jacob Bust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love what they were saying about uh, Nick Madrigal when we drafted him, too. Yeah. So, like, who, wait, wait, wait. Who guy. is Japanese Madrigal? What am I missing here? Oh, the one guy. Uh, oh, I do remember the Sox drafted him, I think. Uh Damn it. What's his name? That's the one thing I will say while you look that up. Like, they did get a lot more on base guys. Like, Gonzalez will take, he doesn't strike out much and he walks a lot. He walked more than he struck out in his college career. So, I do think that's a step in the right direction. We're getting guys that have a good plate approach um, at the Who lower the level. Fuck is the Japanese Madrigal. Wait, maybe it's not who I thought. Damn it. I thought I did see an Asian-looking uh, dude seen, in the Sox Some people draft. like this George Wolkow kid. He's 16 Is that years him? old. But... No. Um... Eddie Park? He's 6'1", though. That's way too tall to be calling him Madrigal. Well, whoever said that in the comments, who are you talking about? Yeah, Ian, who are you talking about? Oh, is that who he's talking about? Uh, Rick, oh, Rico, Riku, Nish, Rick, Riku, Nishida. Nishida. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> the only thing that I thought was funny was all these 
I've seen a lot of people on White Sox Twitter when the White Sox took that kid, the pitcher from LSU, uh, and he missed this season, LSU's championship season, because he was recovering from Tommy John. And right away, everyone, right away, they're just like, oh, leave it to the White Sox to draft another injured player. Bro, everyone has Tommy John now. I'm almost glad he, I'm glad he, got, he got it out of the way. He got yeah. it out of the way. Uh, Grant Taylor, right-handed pitcher out of LSU. He's a sophomore, 6'3", 230-pound righty. Uh, yeah, I mean. Shout out to the uh, podcast Cubs on Deck, the guys from uh, Northside Bound. We've had uh, Greg Greg on before on the show, mm-hmm. uh, Greg Huss. But they're talking about how the Rays, for many years, the one way they've taken advantage of the draft is selecting injured pitchers just because there's a perceived notions like, oh, injury risk. And actually, they're, they're just – they're overvaluing the talent or they're valuing the talent more than the injury history. Basically. I'll say if, they, if there's them. a team you're going to adopt their strategy. Like the, the Cubs, yeah. the Cubs did that last year with Kate Horton, their first round pick. Everybody's like, what the hell? Why are you drafting this dude? He was, he missed the previous season with Tommy John. He barely pitched in 2022. He looked great in the college world series, but like, I think he pitched like four, 50 innings total in college. And like, everybody was freaking out. Why the hell are they taking this guy? in the first round and now he's a top 100 prospect looking great and they did that again the cubs did that again with a a few guys this year where injured guys haven't pitched much i think this is the clip for your guy rick this is good lord holy shit ian you were not kidding hold on i was gonna i'm gonna say that guy he's gonna be a beast because we have no idea how to say his name uh the nick madrigal comp dude yeah, I mean, we're just going to count Japanese magic. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully his career path is a little bit better. But Hey, Nikki Barrett. Oh, he's hurt now. Hold on. It takes a while because we're doing this. But I uh, I want to show you I want to show you this kid's two-seam fastball that Ian's talking about. Good. All I'm going to say is good luck. Hold on. I got to get to the one-minute mark here. Hill. I don't know. Twitter's being stupid. Um, and he throws 98. Ooh. Okay. That's, you know, we all know the White Sox like the guys that can throw hard. By the way, um, I can tell why they call this guy Japanese Magical, if that is just Ian's or anybody else's. Uh, elite bat to ball skills. That's yeah, Nick Magical. Heard that, heard that before. He's running grade. Heard See, the difference, before. the difference is, though, he was drafted in the 11th round. Not the fourth overall or third over, whatever. All right, can you guys see the screen? Yes. Yep. All right, watch this two seam fastball. It's not this first pitch, but it's the pitch after that, or just freeze. Freezing, freezing, freezing works too. <laughs> come on, come on, Elon. Refresh, refresh. God damn it, Elon. Uh, is it going to take me back to that tweet? Yeah, here we go. Because I know it's not a right-handed batter. It's a left-handed batter, and this thing just runs away from him. All right, I'll come back. But, yeah, oh, I'll uh, I'll retweet it. But I'll just say that, oh, Ian says it has like 24 inches of lateral, <laughs> lateral movement. Decent. I mean, this pitch, though, it's a two-seater. It's just going, and it, just, it takes a fucking right turn. That's... Cubs drafted a dude in the, in the last round of the 20th round uh, from Stanford. His last name is Bowser, Drew Bowser. Love that name. Used to be high school teammates with uh, Pete Crow Armstrong. That could be uh, some pretty good memes in yep. itself right there. 
Matt Link. Shaw. Matt Shaw reminds me of uh, whatever you want to keep. It's like a you would hope more power version of Ian Happ. I guess is what people are saying. Interesting. So I guess what the Cubs did is like they. T- I think it was Kevin was saying in the chat is like they took the proven high floor college hitter. So cool. Like this is a guy you you expect to be in the major leagues one day, which is nice. Yes. I would imagine that's what you were going for. I mean, yeah. You would hope, like, because the, the thing, like, again, just like Mitch said, I have no idea. Like, <laughs> yeah, nobody does. No idea. Uh, one of that, uh, one of the best tweets I saw on uh, draft night. All these people were talking about those two LSU dudes that went one and two. Yeah. And someone's like, "Well, yeah, it's just like when Mike Trout was picked first overall in his draft class. <laughs> he wasn't." He was like 24th. Like the MLB draft out of all the major pro sports is the biggest fucking crapshoot yep. out of all of them. I think like, my favorite tweet from the Cubs uh, from Matt Shaw, their first round pick, was Greg Huss. Uh, he tweeted out, My comp for Matt Shaw is a combination of Mike Trout and Barry Bonds. Yeah. Well, like, that, yeah. that's funny because that's <laughs> the other thing that. And that I've, is said, ridiculous. I've said it a bunch of times on this show too. The, the, they the need to stop comp. doing the comps yeah. on draft night. Or just make them realistic. My comp yeah. is Ross Detweiler. <laughs> yeah. This guy's comp is uh, a little bit of Mickey Mantle with some Barry Bonds and uh, sprinkled in. It's just like, what are you talking about? The, no. But the Cubs also drafted a guy. Uh, his, his name is Alphonsine. I mean, star. Love, I he's going to be an yeah. all star. So next week, ladies and gents, uh, when Fizz is back, if he can fit us into his social <laughs> calendar, um, we will be doing swing breakdowns for each team's first pick. The kid, the kid, the White Sox picked. He, it's like I can't describe it. That's why Fitz has to do it. It's a lefty swing, but like he starts with all his weight on the back, and it's like a weird like slide forward. While he's yeah, swinging. it's like it's, it's a like, very wide stance. Like, yeah, it's super like, wide. Like, like, like yeah, it, yeah, it's like a weird like weird slide breath. forward. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how else to describe it. Fizz will probably tell you why he does everything and oh, Texas and power V's and all this other shit. But another name guy for the Cubs, I think eleventh round pick out of high school, and they he was committed to go to North Carolina, uh, but I think the Cubs are going to sign him. Uh, Zaire Hope, great name, star. Great name. That's a great name. Who's the local kid the Sox got that everyone's excited about? I mean, the Sox did draft a guy. Some guy from Downers Grove, I believe. I mean, let's hold on. We're talking names. Let's come full circle here. The White Sox did draft a guy named Calvin Harris. I mean, that's. Didn't we mention him earlier, though? Yep. Missy was all over that. George Wolkaw, seventh round. That's the guy that everybody's all pumped about. Yeah. But he's oh he was a South Carolina commit. Ah, yeah. Uh, they got a guy named Eddie Park. That's pretty. Jake Peppers. Oh, there we go. Now we're talking. That's a good Jake one. Peppers. Jake Peppers, and he's a pitcher. Angels, Angels drafted a guy named his last name was Ketchup. <laughs> ketchup, and like it was spelled, spelled like ketchup. I think they need to trade him to the Sox right away. Well, no, everybody would complain. We don't need no ketchup in Chicago. So Ian's guy, uh, Riku, 
uh, I didn't know he was coming out of University of Oregon, Oregon, Oregon State for him and uh, Magical Comps. He's a little guy too. He's a lefty. Interesting. Mateus Lacombe. So oh, another another cool name for the Cubs, shortstop, Yael Melendez. I think his dad was yelling at Kevin on Twitter. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. I like this guy. <laughs> big, big fan of that kid now. Wait, why was he yelling at Kevin? Because I think Kevin Kevin tweeted, uh, te- Kevin tweeted, like, it wasn't even that, like, harsh. It was just like, what did he say? It's just like, he didn't jump off the page at, at Kevin. And the dad was like, basically the dad was like, you don't know ball in so many that, words. Yeah. Is what he's that that's got to be a rough experience as a parent on draft night because you know he was googling his kid's name. Yeah, that's he. T- he told Fitz to suck a dick in Spanish. Yes. Oh, dude. Yes. I read it. I read it, and I'm like, and I'm like, that sounds so cool in Spanish. What's his kid's name? Wait, what's do we the, have a tweet? Someone pull up. Yes, let me, like, we got to show this. What's down. the kid's name? Because he's skyrocketing up my prospect board. Yael, his name is Yael Melendez. Y A H I L. What round did they take him in? He was taken in the sixth round pick. He's out of, uh, or no, seven round pick, high school guy. And I think they're also, I think they're signing him to almost double the slot value. So they really yeah. love him, I guess. But you're, you're leaving out the most important stat that his dad told Fitz to suck a dick in Spanish. <laughs> Let me see. Just go to K Fitz replies. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. Let's see. Let's see. Kevin, Kevin. Where is it? Where is it? Oh no, it was fantastic though. Oh wait, wait, wait! I have it. Oh, here you go. I, I got it. <laughs> yeah, uh, our buddy Healy just said it to me too. Oh, um, I didn't. I didn't see the follow up. Okay, okay, it kind of ended. All right, it ended nicely. But hold on, let me share this. I don't. Did, did, do you think Kevin hit the translate? Because I don't think he would have responded so nicely. <laughs> no, but he did put an eggplant emoji in there. <laughs> This is amazing. Oh shit. This is this guy is now skyrocketed on my draft board. Yael Melendez, number one Here, prospect for the Cubs. You're so Fitz said <laughs> okay. doesn't jump out as an elite talent, not super fast, throws low eighties. Yale Melendez looks like a prospect that could end up at the hot corner in the future. Just can't see him sticking up the middle. In which his dad wrote back, <laughs> You're a dinosaur who only looks at stats on the PG page. From two years ago. Yeah, he is a talent in advance, so prepare your pocket to buy his Cubs shirt in the big show, and then all the you take it from there. <laughs> what does he say? He says, Mamate un huevo, which Isaiah is basically suck a dick in Spanish. That is amazing. And then he, he put a baseball I, I guess the, emoji. The, the direct translation would be suck on a nut, basically, like suck on Which a, is on even funnier. Yeah. And then he put a baseball emoji, an arm flexing <laughs> emoji, and an eggplant <laughs> emoji. <laughs> And then Fitz, it took Fitz a minute to uh, go, <laughs> oh, wait, I just saw your last name. <laughs> if you like, I get it. Uh, and then he talks about MLB dad should stay off of Twitter. And then, yeah, they 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 finished it ending nicely. But, oh, my God, that is funny as hell, dude. He told Fitz to suck a ball. <laughs> I, I, well, I think uh, his, his dad basically made the point that we made is, like, we, like who's to say what these – 
teenage kids are going to be. (laughs) One, he he called Fizz a dinosaur, and then he told him to suck a dick. Oh, my God. (laughs) That just made my night. That is actually a perfect transition. We should should get uh, get Kevin a Melendez transition. Because you should suck a dick. That is not a perfect transition. Although, bring up another segment. That's a terrible transition. Nope. It's time, ladies and gentlemen, for the NASCAR Minute with NASCAR Mitch. All right, big news this week. Did you switch your hat? I did. Push Light <laughs> has a new sponsor. This is Kevin Harvick, the number four car, who's been Bush Light guy forever, is retiring. Bush Light has to sponsor a new guy. Any guesses to who it is? Because I know you guys pay attention every week and know all these names. I'll give you each a guess. It's not me. Uh, Jimmy Johnson. He, he's retired. Damn it. Yes. Uh, he's all favorite, though, now. He's got inducted recently. Uh, Martin BJ, Truex Jr. BJ McLeod. Why would they sponsor BJ McLeod? Because it sounds like uh, somebody pushed. No, no, no! It's a good driver. Uh, Corey. Corey's not a good driver. I don't fucking know. Kyle dude. Busch. He is a good driver, but not Kyle Busch. It would I mean, make that, sense. Kyle Busch is a layup. I don't know. Uh, just who? Because I want to keep. I want to keep posting pictures. All right. Well, it's Ross Chastain. Ross Chastain. Woo! Ross Chastain. Don't get fucked to her. Uh, he is the new uh, Bush Light man, so he's uh, he will be driving the Bush Light car. Now this year, this week's race was in Atlanta. Let me tell you, after the Chicago race, I'm sure we got a lot of new fans after that one. So if you tuned in for Atlanta, you got quite the follow up. Uh, Speedway racing. Problem was there was rain coming in. So these guys are racing the piss out of each other from the start because they knew they had to try and like get to the front before the rain came. Because once the rain came, race is canceled. So late in the race, I mean, like I said, these guys are swapping back and forth. They're racing the piss out of each other near the front of the field. Uh, they had uh, Eric Amarola. He starts dropping back. Uh, Michael McDowell, who needs a win basically to get in the playoffs. He's hanging on to a playoff spot in points, but isn't a very good car. He's there up front. Brad Kislowski sees the radar. The rain's coming. He makes a charge to the front, too. Then there's a big crash in the back. So now there's some decisions to make. Brad Kislowski, he hasn't won in a while. He just got up to the front, but he's nearly out of fuel. So they're like, hmm, do we pit here or do we try and stay out and run on fumes and hopefully the rain comes? They decide to pit. Michael McDowell's car, he decides to stay out. It's a big decision there. The Brad with the fresh fuel, he starts working his way back up the sticks. But unfortunately for him, the rain comes out and who's in the front? It's, uh, it's, uh, uh, she's got it. That photo distracts me. <laughs> yes, we finally got him. William Byron yes. for Hendrick, uh, right behind him was Daniel Suarez, who I was rooting for, uh, and uh, it was unfortunate because he was in second. I thought he was going to make a move, and then the brain came out after a caution, and they didn't resume it, so Suarez finishes second. William Byron gets his fourth win of the year in first in Atlanta, but I'm telling you, it was actually a really good race because they only got through, they can only get through two stages of it. So, like, the guys usually, like, in a super speedway race, you kind of just file in line and just, like, try not to wreck, and then they start racing hard near the end. But because they're like, hey, like, we don't know when the rain's coming. Whoever's in first is going to win this thing. Like, just go. Like, everyone was racing the hell out of each other. It was quite fun to watch. So that is your NASCAR minute. I cannot believe that stupid frog footage. Out of all the pictures we've done over the years, this is the picture that finally got Mitch. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. Uh, I got to go back down to the videos. 
here we go. I started drinking at 6 a.m. And we're here now. I don't know what time it is, but I'm rolling deep. And those cars are going real fast and real left, son. They're going fast and left. Fuck yeah. <laughs> See, part of the issue is I don't usually I would come prepared with notes of like what happened so I could do an exciting breakdown of it. I hardly have any time to like come prep. So I got to go off the top of my head, which makes it harder when you got the photos coming to like try and like remember things. So, yep. That's, well, shout uh, out to uh, Missy Carroll for the frog smoking a cig in the front pocket pick. I got to ask, though, like you said, like you finally held up. I think you held up your under the bargain. We didn't do the playback. Like I watched that. Chicago. I watched you, Chicago. you watched the Chicago race. I'm I curious the of the Chicago street course. I mean, if I want to watch dudes drive at 40 miles an hour around Chicago, I just walk around downtown. Dude, but. Uh, how they were going part of the allure to watch nascar is that they go fast these guys were going like 40 that was a very hard course they were, well, they, they had, well like, that's why it was annoying too like one they were over 100 on the straightaways everybody's hitting the the tire wall thing and that got kind of annoying after a while because they there was like no flow to the race like it kept getting stopped because of the people were running i get that it was tight that's fair that's fair. I understand. I completely 100% understand that it was like a tight course. Like I get that, but uh, it, I don't know. It was just, it, it seemed super choppy because of that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess. And I, I will hand up. I'm not an expert here, but on a normal oval track, I can't imagine there's that many stoppages. There's a decent amount. There's probably a little bit more in a road course like that. that... Yeah. It just seemed like every lap they're like, oh, now this guy's in the tires. He's got to back out of it. I'm like, I saw my uncle do that two weeks ago. Like, it's just like, I don't know. I, what? I get it. I, I do it. I do feel bad that it rained that hard that day because I know that kind of sucked a lot out of the, that the day, fun actually, out of it. That day, it did make the racing a little bit better just because the track was hard. Dude, like, they talked about there. water tires versus regular for like an hour on that one. I was just like, what? You just spent an hour making a point that took five minutes. Like, well, was... And then I still think it's funny that Brad Dory, the former NBA player, is like one of the panel hosts. Oh, yeah. He's actually I good. I love Brad Doherty because he's always super excited. Even if it's a bad race, he's like, man, this is amazing. They're going yeah. so fast out there. You got to love the enthusiasm. Like, I like Brad. And then uh, Bubba didn't do too well, right? He's very bad on street, like on road course. And he said that, like, I think after the race, he's like, I didn't want to say it before the race because it was great getting all these people into the sport. But, like, yeah, this is not my thing, dude, which yeah. I respect that. Uh, yeah, Brady is, yeah, he's an owner. I knew that. I guess I'd be excited, too, if I was making a fuck ton of money off this shit. But uh, I don't know. It wasn't terrible. I think the fact that it was so much different speeds and it did get broken up it wasn't that one constant buzzing noise you know what i mean when it's the oval track is like for three hours straight that i'm i told you guys when i bartended in florida we used to have the nascar parties that used to literally make me nauseous was listening to that same noise over and they would have all the tvs turned up as loud as they can because they you know i like to party and it would it would legit make me not i think that's one of the reasons why i, I just never really like nascar because it would make me sick i don't know that's yeah. weird that's valid yeah but i watched it 
I should have took more photos, evidence. And to be honest with you, the, the boy liked it a lot too. He was getting into it. I hey no, I saw the selfie, so I believe I'm like, all right. Yeah. The the kid was getting into it because you know he watches the movie Cars every night, so he kept pointing at it and going Cars. I was like, yeah, that's real cars. That's real cars. And every time All someone was would... diehards were pissed because the Australian guy came over and kicked everyone at everyone's yep. ass his first uh, NASCAR race. I also think it's very Chicago Real that somebody television. snuck onto the track the night before and got arrested <laughs> driving the track. There's a couple of guys today. I also heard from a little cop friend Birdie of mine that there was a lot of golf carts that went unaccounted for. Yeah, that also would not surprise me. Yeah, I heard. I heard that. Would, yeah, and somebody that happened me. like even before while they were setting up, like a yep. couple of construction. And uh, one of the drivers, they were unsuccessful, but there was a, a pretty valid attempt to break into someone's garage. Jesus. Would I mean, hey man, if I'm down and out, who's gonna have the best tools for me to go pawn? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like. Those were not like garages either. Like they literally had like the haulers there, and then like some tents. Yeah, and I guarantee you, the, the try and get I in. guarantee you, the crackhead that did this was not thinking about that. But <laughs> <laughs> he, he probably was just like, "Whoa, I can walk by a construction site and steal a fucking four hundred dollar." Yeah, <laughs> I do. But I did like I saw coverage of uh, like how Bubba was going out and doing like community programs, and then they had that one event where like. They literally just had Bubba's car in the middle and people can like stand around and they did like every hour on the hour, his pit crew came out and just like showed everyone what it yeah. up looked like. I thought that was cool. Uh, I would have actually liked to see that. Um, I don't know. It seemed cool. I mean, definitely I think got its point across on reaching out to a different fan base to try to bring in newer fans to NASCAR. Yeah. I think that that's was, what I noticed too. Like the, the majority of the people there at that rate, like had never been to yeah, a race. Before. I could imagine that. Cool. I actually, I enjoyed and that. Props aspect. to you for staying there through that. I would have fucking left. So I, yeah. I, I will say though, like I think for usually a lot of these first time events, like what, no matter what sport, like winter classic, you saw this too. Like it loses its luster after a couple of years, but I think because of the rain, like dampen things, I think next year they'll almost have more anticipation. Like, Where are they going next year? Up. Where is it at? They signed a three-year deal with Chicago. That's what. Oh, okay. I thought it was gonna. If they can, Chicago can weasel their way out of it. But the mayor seemed happy, so so they'll probably be back again next year. Okay, I thought it was uh, like one of those deals, like the Winter Classic, where they try to pick a different city every. I mean, downtown Chicago. That's a pretty good setup, though, with the straightaway, and I, I thought it was an. I part of the reason I watched was just out of just straight curiosity yeah how the fuck are you gonna do this and then i don't know i just kept watching mainly because there was nothing on but <laughs> i was just like yeah, hey, fuck it. oh do you watch any of it all though i did not i will no. i followed along well I, I watched whatever clips were posted on twitter yeah that and i think that's fair too if i, I ever were to say, like st- street ahead. when i would watch nascar back in the day like right now, I'd be more prone to watching a regular race than the, than the, the street course race. Yeah. So well, that was the first that kinda, time. That's just not for me if I'm going to watch. They added like road courses like 
a while ago and like or road, road, road course like I mean. loved the road courses and they almost oversaturated the schedule of road courses like i even remember the 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 little the smaller course like the half mile ones like bristol i think yeah the i remember watching i never liked the shorter ones i don't know why i just i don't like the short track racing yeah. either because like the only way to pass on those is like especially with the new car now you just got to knock the shit out of the other guy yeah. and then like you're talking about flow of a race you bump a guy too hard they go on the wall and then you got to do caution laps so sorry. yeah I, i'm with you on that i don't like the it's just the and it, it goes back to the f1 thing and well i'll never watch f1 like i just i want to see passing like uh, yeah yeah i get that part of it i'm gonna say like if i ever were to like claim to be a nascar fan i would definitely be a very casual that just like watched highlights on twitter I, I just, I, and you get you get the highlights without having. I mean, sitting there and just, I don't know. I I can't do it. I'll, I'll admit it. I just can't do it. <laughs> that was brutal that day. It was just, yeah. You got to put a couple bucks on it. That actually also is true. If you're walking casual, like one of the guys in the press room told me this when I went to cover that race in St. Louis. He was like, a lot of people, like if you're just watching casually, it's very boring. You yeah. have to have a guy you're rooting for, and if you have a rooting interest in it, then all of a sudden it makes the race a lot more exciting. But otherwise, I will, will 100% agree with that because remember that race, Mitch, where you told me to like take Ford and some other <laughs> dude? I mean, even though it didn't win, you know, I'm not salty about that at all, fucker. Um, Jinx. That wasn't Jinx. Good I stand by it. it just didn't but happen. I will say, like, I waited until like someone tweeted out like last lap or something. I turned it on and I was fucking into it because obviously I wanted the money to win. But then I saw that the Ford there was like one Ford car left and he was in like 13th place and I texted you. Okay, like, that's bullshit. No, no, Joey Logano was right in position <laughs> to win. And threw the caution out. That was we got screwed on that. We got screwed. Brad Doherty's guy won. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. because uh, he he owns the 47 car, but. Um, we got screwed on that bet. The Fords were in control of the Daytona 500 all day. I threw an early caution. Mm-hmm. It was a good bet. I stand by it. I stand by that pick. Super speedways, you always bet a Ford. Is my check in the mail, or how does that work? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> like, even for... for... Now nah, I was going to say, you placed that bet, not me. So I guess... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, you can give me a gambling advice when i come back well uh i don't know i gotta think of a long long shot bet to get uh mitch some ac money down there yeah like oscar colas hit two home runs in a game i bet you i tried to get my color back though i did turn it on i don't know if you noticed the camera went off oh no the 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 glow went down significantly (laughs) as the as the show went on well you guys got a money eater last week i had to use all that data on my phone this week ac I'm on my, I'm on the phone data right now. Um, you guys got anything else you want to add? I can't believe we went two and a half. You guys got anything else you want to add? Made a lot to talk about. Ah. Cubs are going to buy. Prediction, Cubs are going to buy. Interesting. Mitch, anything before we go? I don't know if they're going to buy anything good, but they're going to buy. I've dragged this show on long enough. Mercifully, <laughs> I will let it end. All right, so... For Mitch, that's Aldo Amzo. Thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, We'll see you next week. And again, if a trade does happen between now and the show, uh, make sure you're following us on all of our Twitters and threads and all whatnot. And we'll do quick video reactions. And then obviously we'll talk about it more at length on the show. Uh, But appreciate all of you. Have a good night. Stay dry. And uh, we'll see you next week. This Padre!
these bitches shitting bricks right now. Why? Cause Danny fucking Burgess is up and back. Guy just started Shake Shack straight to the dugout. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now Wrigley or Gantee So the whole league that we hear now New show with a new mood Discussions and interviews Trade rumors that might be This is Pinwheels and Knife Yeah This is what you waiting for, yeah You can put it on the boy, yeah Every season they get all changed Take me out to the bar game This is what you waiting for, yeah You can put it on the boy